Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideout. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What, what, what's new? So what are you doing, Hefe? Oh, what's new, J-Dubs? Wow. Welcome to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 El Hefe and J-Dubs. It is Thursday night, and this is the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. And you could be a part of it. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Heretics and ladies always to the front of the line when you call. Uh, that is Chunks, the executive producer of The Hideout. He mans the AOL Instant Messenger Real Radio Hideout. That is Real Radio Hideout. Tommy Bateman's our director, holds down the talk and roll controls, back, trying to beat that bird flu, and he is uh, responsible of the hideout page, for the hideout page, on Real Radio Donna Femme. That is Putin, the unpaid producer, and he is screening your phone calls. And staring up aimlessly. Uh, again, at 407-916-1041 and 888-978-1041. Thursday night in the hideout dubs, that means coming up in the 8 o'clock hour, the Chunks Fat Man Diaries. We go go back into the life of our executive producer, and uh, he reads out of his journal that he kept. Actually, right up until we moved down here, and he says he has a holiday one that he wants to share with us tonight. Also, J-Dubs, I didn't know if you uh, had heard. If it's anything about a U-log getting dropped on his chest, I don't want any part of it. I'm just telling him that now. Paris Hilton apparently owns a monkey. And... It attacked her. Serves her right. I hate these exotic, exotic animal things. I never understand. Now, I've always wanted to have a pet monkey. I'm not going to lie to you. It seems very cool. Yet, for some reason, despite that, I'm so excited it backfired on her. And I don't know if it's because she's rich or maybe because I remember her uh, dropping the N-bomb. Oh, you think this is a... Uh... Some kind of uh, attack I, of the monkey? I'm not going to say that or anything else. I'm just thinking there's some karma going on. And I wish it had ripped their face off. Well, I, I tell you what. Obviously, she didn't watch Friends and uh, noticed that Ross on Friends had to get rid of his monkey. Because uh, after a while, they get a little, uh, they aren't able to control themselves like a normal animal. So uh, we'll share that with you. Uh, I was hoping to get this yesterday, but we got it today. The audio of that pissed off grandmother whose 15-year-old uh, grandson, I guess, knocked up this 30-something-year-old chick. And the two of them, like, it's just like the fighting and stuff that's going on. We have audio of that? Yeah, we have the audio of the grandma on Good Morning America. <laughs> she's she's livid. There's nothing worse, if you think about it, than a pissed-off grandma. Now, is she like a crazy redneck grandma, just kind of a pissed-off, uh, 
Northwestern grandma, you know, Middle East, uh, Middle Midwest uh, grandma, or um, I believe it is, I believe it is in the Midwest. Okay, yeah, I those think... those those uh grannies can be crazy. We'll take a look at that. Also, too, tonight the Hideout Headline Game Show during the nine o'clock hour, third hour in the Hideout, we recap the day's headlines and we give you prizes uh, at four zero seven nine one six one zero four one and triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. Something last night, we talked to Wayne Slater of the Dallas Morning News. He'd written a couple books on uh, the president's advisor, Karl Rove. And something that stuck with me, and I want to get into a little bit, the fact that Karl Rove is not a college graduate. And it's been gnawing at me all day. Why? Because I went to college, and now I feel like I wasted my time. Like, I literally feel like I wasted my time in college now. This is the thing about everybody who goes to college. They think that they automatically are... uh owed something more than the people who didn't go to college. When they, you know, they, more or less, I've never met anybody who's smarter just because they went to college. It really, it's not at me, and I want to get into that. Is it even needed anymore, this college thing? But first, Dubs, I'm going to start off here in the hideout on Radio 104.1. It's a good day today. Yeah? Let me tell you why. I had to run all over the city today doing stuff, and... I'm walking up into a 7-Eleven, and uh, there's no no cars around. Like it's a whole bunch of empty empty parking spaces right up front in front of the 7-Eleven. So that was a good start. That's one of those small victories that you get. That right up front parking, mm-hmm. lying right there, twenty dollar bill, a nice crisp twenty dollar bill. Just laying there flat. It wasn't crumpled up or anything. And it was kind of folded over a little bit. And I'm thinking to myself, this today is a day worth living. When you find 20 bucks on the ground, that makes the day all worth it. Thinking about, you know what, I could have gone to another 7-Eleven. I could have not stopped off. So that you meeting that 20 was fate. I pulled into the 7-Eleven, $20. Basically, I got $20 for one minute of pulling into a 7-Eleven. I've never found a 20 I've uh, found like a single, a five, and I think I've found a ten before, but I've never found a twenty. Uh, one thing that I, w- when I was uh, going to the like the college bar scene and everything, and I really enjoyed finding was when someone would leave drunk and we'd take their table, and they left like a half a pack of cigarettes right on the table. Uh, you know what? That's one of those small victories in mm-hmm. life that makes you think, "Wow, this is worth living." Yeah, it makes you very happy, happier than uh, you know it should. Happier than the value in which uh, was available in that box. Because really, you think about it, it's nothing. I mean, even $20 in the grand scheme of things, I don't know. I know. I'd find $2 worth of cigarettes. I'd feel on top of the world. But just because of the fact that you walked up and you literally did nothing to earn that $20, but happened to be at the right place in the right time. 407 Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. It doesn't even take 20 bucks to make me happy. Uh, we walk in here today to sit down. Uh, I guess someone either from uh, the Phillips file or one of the one of the shows left a fortune cookie here. And I'm going to enjoy that. Now it's my fortune cookie sitting in front of my seat. Now what is it about those things, Dubs, that makes, it say, that makes you think, hey, this is outstanding? Is it because it's your little way of getting over? Mm-hmm. Like finally after everything that's happened to you? Now's your chance to shine. What's your fortune? I hate fortunes now. They're never fortunes. No. Uh, the philosophy of one century is the common sense of the next. What? 
It's just some kind of little phrase. It's never even, but it does give you the lucky numbers. And the lot of six, because I guess the uh, Chinese are uh, really big into the lotto for some reason. Uh, you know what another one of those little small victories is? Right, first of all, there's one of them can be when you're putting on some pants you hadn't worn in a while, mm-hmm. pulling out of five. Oh, yeah. And, like, it might have been years. Or, like, your, your winter coat. And uh, you haven't worn it since, like, the last winter. You reach in, and there's some money in there. Yeah. Now, one of the one of the big uh, drawbacks to putting on some of those old clothes, you may reach in and find, like, a McDonald's wrapper or something that's been in there for a whole year with, like, an old uh, an old pickle in it because you don't eat the pickles. You just toss in the wrapper, crumple it up, and put it in your pocket. Right. Jeff and Coco, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, dude? Hi. Uh, what's going on? What you got? I was just going to tell a story about my buddy. Uh, one day we were at a, on a little road trip, and uh, he uh, went and got some scratch-off tickets. And he uh, saw his, uh, one of his dollar tickets and thought for sure he won ten grand. <laughs> Started causing a scene in the gas station, like jumping around, going nuts. Right. And then everybody started looking at him when he looked at his ticket again. He's like, uh-oh, you realize he didn't win? It was fucking. It was. Uh, I can't say that. Yeah. So he uh, he thought he won ten grand by playing the lotto. Looked at his numbers again. Didn't win anything. Now see, that's a small victory for you. Yeah. It's a huge loss for your buddy, but that's a great victory when you think, you know what, my friend, he didn't get over. Yeah. Screw him, because he was being an ass when he thought he did get over. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. That's a small victory too. Whenever you uh, get to see someone get get and take down a peg, you know. When they, uh, they're they on top of the world, and then something comes into their life that kind of crashes them down a little bit. You don't want to see anybody get totally devastated, but when they just get that little bit of a, of a reality check, you always enjoy that. Is it something, too, about getting free things? Like, I have this thing of whenever I go to McDonald's or Chick-fil-A, mm-hmm. I count the number of chicken nuggets that I get. Hoping there's an extra one. And whenever I get an extra one, I'm like, yes. But if it's a dark meat, you're still like, damn it. No, dark meat I love. You love the dark meat nuggets? Yeah. Oh, not the nuggets. I like dark meat like regular, but not in the nuggets. All right, Bateman says he never trusts the nuggets. Why? That's the one that fell on the floor and they're like, this ass will probably eat it. So it was on the floor. <laughs> Who cares? To that, me? Is, that is true, though. It's after they're walking out of the bathroom and everything. They don't wash their shoes off, just their hands, hopefully. Now, wh- how do you know which nugget not to trust, then? I don't know. I just threw the whole thing out. I said, I'm not going to bother with it. Well, give it to me. Oh, I have in the past. Ew. Ladies first in the hideout, Jenny in Orlando. What do you got, Jenny? Oh, it's Janae, actually. Oh, Janae. What's going on? No, but I, um, I flew to D.C. one time and found a bottle with 40 Xanax in it. Okay. Nice. Now that is that's a large victory. Yeah, that's score. Yeah, that's more than a that's more than a small victory. That's huge. I'm so excited. Oh yeah, and you know what it is too, and it makes your day, doesn't it? It's just like the even like the rest of that trip is probably be great for you. You know what I mean? Oh totally. totally. Yeah, because you're gonna be I, numb I the whole time. It, but... <laughs> that's right. It's gonna be great. Thank you, Janae. You know, what? speaking of another small victory, when we went up to New York uh, over the weekend. So broke. I was so mm-hmm. freaking broke. But I went and I checked my statement at the ATM. 
and had a lot more money in my bank account than I thought I did. And remember how excited I was oh, on yeah. that Sunday morning? I go, you know what? You and me, Hooters. You're on me. You're like uh, Tiger Woods getting a hole in one. You just pumped your fist up. I did. I was yeah. Like, yes. Chris in New Smyrna, you're in the hide out on Road Radio. Man, thank you so much. I've been sick all day about losing that 20. Could I come down there and get it? <laughs> uh, yeah, too bad. Sorry. Finders keepers. You lose. Sucks for you. Ray in Orlando, you're on the hideout on Road Radio, talking about small victories and the ones that just make you think, wow, this is a, this makes life worth living. What do you got, Ray? Oh, uh, yeah. <clears throat> a couple years ago on New Year's Eve, I was downtown in a certain club, uh, and um, uh, I was already pretty pretty half drunk. And the waitress, I got, a, I think I, I spent about 20 bucks uh, buying some beer and stuff, and she gave me back $37. Whoa! Now, yeah. did you go ahead and... Now, see, here's the thing. To me, that's not a small victory. To me, I had given it back to her. It's a, yeah, it's no. a little different than finding it. That's her problem. She, she's the one that's going to have to pay for it at the end. <laughs> All right, right. Now, one thing that, you know, you never... Like, you won't turn away, but it's a very small victory. When uh, you uh, pay for something and they cover a lot of the change. They're like, oh, don't worry about that. Or uh, they give you, you know, uh, an exact amount instead of all the pennies. You know, that's so true. You always love that. There have been a couple times where I'm rolling in. Usually to 7-Eleven, I think about it. Mm-hmm. And I'm there, and I'm like, oh, man, it's like 2.02, you know? And so I'm going in, and I'm digging around. I got the two bucks, and I don't have to change. And, and then I'm thinking, all right, I'll give you $3. And you're like, you know what? Just give me the $2. I got the two cents. And it's two cents. But it, it saves you uh, breaking that dollar, which is so important to you. And you sit there, and you say to you, you sit there, and you thank that cashier as if, as if. Yeah, he had, just cured you of cancer or right. something. Right. Uh, like, it's Jesus. Yeah. And he had done the whole loaf of bread fish bit. Or cured you of leprosy. Your fingers weren't going to fall off. Ladies You're so first, happy. Ladies first in the hideout. Christina in Orlando. What do you got, Christina? Hi, yes. Um, well, first I wanted to say the reason why everyone does that, I think, is because of the fact that we're always like, nothing in life is free. Oh, you know what? That's a good point. You're like you're always told that nothing in life is free, and so when you finally get something, you're like, you know what? They were all wrong. Yeah. All right, that's good. Yeah. Karma's um, gonna come back and bite you in the ass, man. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I was going to say that um, I work over at Walt Disney World, and sometimes I do parade control. Right. And so there was one night we um, roped everything off, and right as the float started to pass by. Like, we spot this $10 bill on the ground, and we sat there for a couple minutes because we couldn't reach out and grab it, so we were just guessing what it was. Like, we're like, no, 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 it's definitely not a one. It's more. Well, if it's more than 50, we're going to split it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Christina. For your man, you're imagining how you're going to spend that $50. Oh, I'm going to go buy me a CD. All right, we got to take a break, new Clay Aiken. It's great. we got to take a break, Dubs, but I want to get into this more. Because the more I think about it, there are more small victories in life. Yeah, and, and that's what really makes a day great. That's what you go home and tell uh, your friends or your spouse about, that one small victory, and they think it's the coolest thing ever, too. Right, I got maybe the best one, even better than money. I think, all right, I'll tell you it's ne- I'll tell you next. 407 916 It's a hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Welcome back into the hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Be 
The Hideout, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Jefe, and that is Jay Dobbs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 on your singular, singular wireless phone. See your chance to be a part of the hideout, the funniest night show in America. Now, here's the thing, too, Dubs, about these small victories, because I found 20 bucks today. And to me, it was the greatest thing to ever happen. You talk about singular wireless phones. Mm-hmm. How about whenever you're having a conversation and you end your conversation right at, like, 58 59 seconds, so you don't spend that extra minute. Yeah, it comes like uh, 4:58, and you know, and at the same respect, when it uh, goes to a uh, 5:01 or something, you're pissed as hell. Yeah, then you feel like you lose, and like, man, I could have sat there, and I could have at least burped into the phone for another 58 have you ever, seconds. Have you ever looked at your phone and just drawn it out another 30 seconds or something? Oh, and I've cut off conversations. All right, gotta go. See you. Ladies first in the hideout, Dina in Orlando. What do you got, Dina? Deanna? <laughs> yeah, the greatest victory for me was when my daughter was real small. Mm-hmm. We were waiting for my husband to get off work, and we were really stressing because our car was, like, about to be repossessed and everything. Mm-hmm. So I took her to a Burger King, and we went to the bathroom. She was reaching for something around the trash can. I was like, no, don't touch it. I opened it up, and it was a leather case, no ID, nothing, $750 cash. Wow. Okay, that's one of the biggest victories ever. Yeah, that's even great. That's even better than getting busy in a Burger King bathroom. All right, thank you, Deanna. Wow, man. See, I'm talking these small victories. Like, here's one that I think is the greatest. You're in a hurry, and you're standing in the supermarket checkout line, and then all of a sudden, next to you, another line opens. Oh, yeah. And you're able to hop in front of, like, three or four people and check out. And And you're always looking over at them, and they're looking over at you, pissed as hell, but you... Have won that day. You won the race of getting out of that supermarket as quick as possible. You combine that, this would be the greatest day ever. Front row parking spot, finding 20 bucks, and then getting into the freshly opened line. That would be the greatest day ever. And when you're checking out, this makes it even better. They scan your items, and for some reason, one of the, one of the items you went there and bought was on sale, and you didn't even know it. You just see that buck uh, fifty come right off of it. Yeah, that's good. Kyle and Haines City are in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, dude? Yeah, my favorite victory is when uh, you're all out of smoke and you're like, damn, what am I going to do? And you just can't find it or whatever. And then you look in your ashtray and you find that fat roach from God knows when. And it just makes your day. Yeah, it's true. Or you find out there's enough resin in that bowl to get you one more last time. That's a big victory, too. It really is when you think. Right, how about this? Remember when you were a student and you had a uh, like like a quiz, mm-hmm. and you show up that day and you didn't study. <laughs> you know, you're up all night playing video games, whatever the case. And then your teacher goes, "Hey, open book, open note." Or so that's a great victory, small victory, but a good one. Even better, substitute teacher, no quiz. You know yeah, one day, and you, you take advantage of that day because you think God's speaking right to you. you got to study for this test. Right, that's a very good one. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Those small victories in life that really genuinely make you feel like, you know what? This is it. This is that day. It's the pinnacle. Now I'm going to go, and I'm going to buy uh, a lottery ticket, and I'm going to win today. Then you get your hope when the small victory leads to the big ones. Never does. No, of course not. You should just stick with the small ones and uh, not 
you know, uh, bother yourself with these uh, trying to make it more than what it was. All right, Tommy says his small victories are actually going into Chunks' room and finding $4 worth of quarters in his nest. And that's how he wins. Ron in Titusville, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, Ron? Uh, yeah, my Vegas victory, I had a about a 70-year-old lady. She bought a vacuum cleaner at a garage sale for $10, tried to start it, and the belt started burning. So she brought it over to me. She knows how to fix things. I let it sit. She was in no rush. I let it sit for about a month. Well, finally, one night about 10 o'clock, I decided to fix it. Well, it would not suck, so I said, oh, the bag's packed full. I unzipped it, and there was over 50 weighed-out bags of marijuana in it. Oh, right, that's someone, a- someone's hiding marijuana in the bag. That's why it wouldn't work? That's why it would not work. <laughs> All right, so do you, what do you do? Do you end up smoking it? Do you sell it? What do you do? <laughs> uh, it was dry. Do you, do you take it to a middle school, so say, wanna, uh, first one spring? I didn't want to get rid of it, so I gave it to a brother-in-law down south to get rid of. And I couldn't believe it because we went out hunting the night before. I couldn't find nothing. Huh. Well, there you win, then. What would you say, Dubs? Nothing. No, I couldn't hear you. What happened? Kenny in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Kenny? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Yeah, listen, I'm coming out of Walmart one night. It's a bunch of people everywhere, but there's a dollar bill on the ground. So I bend down to go grab it, and when I grab it, it's kind of stuck to the ground a little bit. Dog poop on it, man. All right, so but it's you still got a dollar. You just can't <laughs> you, you you can't put it into the uh, the machine to get a soda, but it's still a dollar. Then you're going to piss off whoever, uh, whatever teller you hand it to. Yeah, then you just run right over into the Mickey D's and say, here you go. Or you drop it into like one of those charity funds. Give me a 99-cent <laughs> mu- nugget. Young Wolf in Ocala, you're in the hideout. What do you got? Hey, man. Hey, guys. Greatest small victory ever. What's that? The girl that you broke up with in high school that you've just been pining over for years, you run into her at a local business somewhere, she looks like crap. And around the corner walks her husband. He's got this huge beer belly and a mullet. And she's like, uh, and you just, you're just blown away because you're so glad you got out of that when you could. All right, that is a very good one, man. <laughs> Running into someone from your previous, uh, previously in your life. That's more than a victory. That's closure. You're right. That is closure. That's, that's outstanding closure, Dubs. Ladies first in the hideout, Catherine on I-4. What's going on, Catherine? Hey, guys. Yo. I had kind of a, a general small victory. You know when you're driving on the road and some jerk cuts you off in traffic or they're speeding really quickly past you and then you pass them later and they're pulled up, pulled on the side of the road by a cop? That feels pretty good. Uh, you know what? That is a great one. That's a great example, Catherine. Thank you. Yep. You're welcome. You're right. Or maybe you're speeding, Dubs, mm-hmm. and the person next to you speeding, and you see a cop, and the cop Either A, was looking down, like when you pass them, you're like, oh, God, I'm busted. But they're looking down, working on something, so they're not going to get you. Or when the cop pulls out, hits the lights, and you're thinking, I'm fried, I'm fried, and they pull over the person who was next to you. Or they just blow back by, blow right by you because there's someone uh, there's someone having a heart attack or getting murdered. You've never been so happy that someone's been murdered than when you aren't the one getting pulled over and they just fly past you to go... Uh, to some shooting. Right. Lincoln Oviedo, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Link? Hey, how's it going? Hey, buddy. One of my greatest small victories is on my way into work getting all green lights. 
Yeah, you know what? That's one of the biggest ones that we can all relate to. When you're just hitting those green lights and uh, everything, it's like you're on God's time. You know, uh, it is wonderful. I love it. God sent you out at the exact right time, and you're hitting it all. The thing about that is, I whenever I get extra time out of something, I feel a lot of pressure to do something with it. So I'd rather uh, not be given time because I don't want to do anything with it when I get there. I want to relax with it, but I feel like I have to, you know, take advantage. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. We'll take a quick break. Come back. You small victories, dude. This is what it's all about, J-Dubs. Because you're so rarely going to get the big score. No. But you're not going to be the people in California. Yeah, they get the, what, $350 million? Yeah. By the way, did you see they showed up for work? Yeah. Good for them. Yeah, I guess so. It's only going to last a week. Then they're going to be sitting there saying, what the hell am I doing? I just won $350 million. Why am I going to uh, work at this uh, this uh, uh, McDonald's or wherever I'm trying to make ends meet? You know why? Because if you don't work, you die. But why wouldn't you go do something you like after that? You know, go start doing stuff for free that makes you happy, and maybe you can start doing something you like instead of working your crap job. That's true. Back there, SBK. I was just thinking, I don't see SBK enough anymore. Yeah, he doesn't hang out anymore. He doesn't like us, I think. I think he's mad at us for some reason. We love him. Yet for some reason, the soul brother has shunned the hideout. Turn his back on us. <laughs> Doves, you know why I'm here. Why is that? What's that? Put, put, give him the headphones. Why, is, why are you here, SBK? Uh, my electricity off. Oh. <laughs> it's that day of the month where SBK goes home and finds out his electricity's off. Okay. Yesterday was a cell phone. I truly believe that, you know, to get my money's worth, I'm going to ride it out till they cut it off. And then Smart. it's time to pay it. I'm not going to pay it if it's still on. That don't make no sense. So SBK Small Victories are getting that extra day where the, where the meter man doesn't come by and shut off the electricity. Yeah, it was uh, the cell phone yesterday and the day before that was the cable. <laughs> but let me tell you, do any, do any of you guys have a Bright House DVR? No, I don't I don't have cable. Okay, Putin does. Right. What the hell is that in your ear? <laughs> Man, get you some respectable headphones, boy. <laughs> All right. Well, anyway, my yeah, Bright House. Putin works back there with the uh, earbuds. <laughs> my, my, uh, my cable was off. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm a big fan of Lost in South Park. Right. Now, my cable was off. I paid the bill. And it still recorded my shows. Oh, right. That is a that's a victory right there. Can you believe that? That's amazing. I love How'd you like the Lost? What? I loved it. Yeah. It was the best episode this season. Well, uh, all right. We know what we got to get into that too. All right, let's take a break. Come back. Soul Brother hanging out because yeah, yeah. he has no power at home. No. <laughs> so we'll take a break and we'll come back. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. It's a hideout. Real Radio one zero four point one. Thursday night in the Hideout Road Radio 104.1, El Jefe and J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. That's how you become a part of the Hideout, the funniest night show in America. No offense to SBK Live, which is right there with us. Oh, man. Y'all doing the damn thing. Now, uh, Soul Brother is here. Good to see him. He just doesn't hang out with us anymore. I don't know why it is. Man, I only come when I'm invited. Oh, come on. Always invited. You have an open invite. Constantly. 
All right, well, let's get down to it. Um, by the way, we're talking about these small victories. Wheeler says he just got carded for cigarettes and he's 43. Wow. That does have to feel good. I See, that's a, it's a small victory for me when I don't get carded for alcohol or cigarettes because uh, for some reason they still feel the need to card me for cigarettes even though I have gray hair now. <laughs> so, brother, it's gotta, you have to have a few things that when you're going through life and you're like, you know what? Like, how about this? Whenever, I don't know about if this happens for you, but maybe you move into a new apartment and you got one of those laptops and the uh, your neighbor gets internet and they have one of those wireless hookups mm-hmm. and so you don't even have to pay for the internet you're using your neighbors that's what i do is that what you got going on yeah yeah you know anytime i can wake up in the morning to find a pair of clean drawers that's a oh man that's a victory uh, you know you're right because whenever you're going through and you think man i got to do laundry and you're regretting it the whole time and then you happen to go into the back of your closet or something and you see some maybe you had more in a while right. a couple of holes Whatever. I can get through the day. I went and put underwear on this morning. I'm down to the bottom of the barrel. I have to do some laundry this weekend. I'm wearing my free 7-Up boxers I got a while back, <laughs> which turned my crotch into an incubator. And, like, I swear to God, there ends up being something growing on myself yeah. by the end of the day. Yeast. Seriously. Yeah. Well, then why wear them? That's not a victory, then. No, that's what I'm saying. I I, ha- I didn't win today because I have to put these 7-Up uh, seven, uh, seven ones on. All right, the phones are packed with people who want to share their small victories. We're going to do a hideout rapid fire. We're going to go through real fast, clear the phone lines out. People have been uh, waiting a whole patiently. Ladies first in the hideout. Deborah and St. Cloud, what do you got? Hi. Yo. Um, well, if this happened like 13 years ago, and I was like mm-hmm. really broke and had to pay my bills. And I was just hoping for money so bad, like all day. And then that night, it was a bad storm out. And there yeah, was a she found a guy who uh, gave oral tea for 50 bucks. It was a big victory for her. What was it, uh, Deborah? Well, there was a cat crying outside my door. And so I called the um, guard at the security gate, and he said there was a reward for 50 bucks. I see. So, so, so you turned in the cat, I you got 50. That's yeah, nice. I got the 50 bucks. Uh. Then the next day... When I went to the mailbox, there was another 50 bucks right there in the bushes. I see. Wow. That's cool. So 100 bucks in two days. Basically, she sold some pussy for $50. Yeah, Yeah. that's what ended up happening. Turn some out, if you will, or in, whatever the case. Real fast, Matt in Orlando, rapid fire in the hideout, your small victory. How's it going? I go to UCF, and I had a differential equations test tonight. Lo and behold, my teacher skipped town. The proctor that was supposed to give us a test gave us a take-home test. All right, see, now we had mentioned that earlier. A, the teacher isn't there, or B, it's open book, open note test. That's a great one, Matt. Or the the class you hate the most, you go in there, and it looks like it's going to be a bad day of class. But then the uh, the uh, the TV and VCR roll in, and you know you're watching a video that day. Video day. Unexpected video day. Man, me and Willie used to steal the test. <laughs> yeah? Yeah. Like uh, from the actual teacher, or did you have like a... Uh, a uh, like a teacher assistant student. Willie was banging. He was banging the, the the assistant, and he would just go on the computer and just download the test. See, I uh, my uh, cousin, Bicurious BJ, was one of my, my math teachers' assistants, and he had to enter all the grades in. So every right. time he got to me, A, no matter what. Damn. All right, that's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just by cheating, but I guess it's a victory, and nonetheless, James in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What do you got, dude? Hey, what's up, guys? Um, I work out at Universal Orlando, mm-hmm. and uh, we get a lot of tourists there with the kids who want to play the arcade machines. Well, mm-hmm. I work at Back to the Future, and yes. that ride shakes the people up, and when they get out of that car, man, I swear, there's like 
three dollars in quarters, like almost every night that I get to collect at the end of it all. Uh, you know, that's awesome, man. I didn't even think about that. Another thing is whenever you're like uh, going to buy a soda or something, and uh, you're looking for the little bit of change left, you just hoping you reach into that change return and there's a quarter in there, and you're able to buy your soda. Hey, you know something I do very often. I I, I did it earlier today. I bought a soda for a dollar, mm-hmm. right? Well, no, sixty cents. Forty cent change. I left it in the thing. Chunks does the same all, thing. Change all the time. Chunks oh, does the same thing. I don't even understand why that happens. Is that just to pay it forward to somebody or what? make somebody else's day? Yeah. So when somebody else reaches in there, they get some extra money. Go, oh man, I got a quarter. And that's all thanks to the Soul Brother yeah. or Chunks. Hmm. Anthony in Daytona, you're in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Small victory. What's yours? Uh, my small victory came a few years ago. I was playing drums for a band out of Orlando, mm-hmm. and uh, as we we were in the studio recording our demo, and the last day we didn't even have to be there. It was just getting mastered. Well, one of us forgot something in the studio. We decided to go back to the building, and lo and behold, Seven Dust walked through. We actually got to sit down and hang out with Seven Dust. All right, that's pretty cool. Seven Dust that's is a great band. Awesome. I, I think they're going to be in town. Uh... New Year's Eve. Yeah, New Year's Eve or something like that. I think our sister station, Real Rock's doing something with them. I want some tickets for that. Chunks, make that happen. Be somebody. Do it. Yeah, you know what? Running into a celebrity and getting to hang out with them has got to be pretty cool. Oh, you know another small victory, Soul Brother? What's that? Dubs, when you get on an airplane and the hot chick who's been sitting at the gate sits next to you. Yeah. Oh. You know, you're sitting there and you... You're like, I hope I get to sit next to her. And you, you know it never happens, but that one time... She's sitting next to you, and she's ready to talk. I don't know what y'all think about before y'all get on the plane. I'm looking at everybody thinking, if this plane crash, who want to eat? <laughs> Todd Deland, you're in the hideout. What do you got, Todd? Hey, most of them sound like the greatest victories, but I'm still going for the for the littlest victory. Is just an everyday thing on the highway. Say you're a fast driver like me, and you pull up. You're just relaxing, and you see all these people that are so hyped up they want to pass you. You stay in one lane, they shoot all over. In this other lane, and then you pass them. That or, is the greatest mall. Or that is a good one. they fly by you, and then a few miles down the road, you see them pulled over. <laughs> and you're just like, yeah! Yep. Now, going back to the plane thing, you say when uh, you look around seeing who you'll eat if there's a plane crash. Oh, yeah. I look around and see... If all these people look deserving enough to die, and if God would take this whole plane out. Oh, and oh now you'd have messed me up. Yeah, I, I look around, and I'm like, all right, there's no way God's going to kill all these children on this flight. Oh, he does it all the time. You're hoping it's a whole bunch of children, and um, you don't want old people. Because no. if old people on your flight, that means, eh, well, they've lived their time. But if it's children, you're figuring there's no way. Another uh, thing why you don't want old people on the flight is because they take forever to get out. And if they're sitting in front of you... You know they're going to be crouched over trying to reach up in that uh, that uh, compartment, getting their stuff down, and you aren't getting off that plane for 20 minutes after you land. And you have to know, to a loss when you're on a plane is when you're sitting next to the old lady who just oh. wants to talk. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, she's probably headed down. She's going to tell you about her grandkids. Why she's going here. Why are you going here? Who are you meeting up with? Going to see family? Is there anyone lonelier than an old person? Mm. My bladder doesn't work the way it used to. I would love to go use these bathrooms here, but I just can't squat. <laughs> yeah. I want to hear it. George and Leesburg, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, George? Hey, what's going on, hideout FBK? Hey. hey, I was trying to get a job at this one local, just one organization, and so I didn't really have a lot of money, so I went to the Goodwill store and bought a nice little jacket and some pants. 
and I was going to go up there to get it tailored. When I was going through the pockets, I found three hundred dollars in it. Wow! Oh, so that's I was a... able to buy a better suit, get it tailored up. Ended up getting a better job at that interview. It paid about ten thousand more than the job I was trying to get. Uh, you know what, man, George? That's a great victory. No, that's a domino effect right there. Oh yeah. That's way bigger than uh, just these. I'm talking about catching the green lights. You guys are scoring hundreds of dollars. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, did you watch Lost? Yes, I did. All right, let's take a break and come back because Dubs loves this show. Tommy loves it too, and Tommy was out sick last night torturing Dubs. Yeah. And I want I want you guys to help me out with this show. I haven't seen it. I know everyone loves it, and I want you to help educate those of us who aren't on the Lost bandwagon yet. It's a Hideout Real Radio one hundred four point one. Thursday night in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. I am El Jefe, that is J-Dubs. Be a part of it, 407-916-1041, and Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. The soul brother. What's up, man? Be S- somebody. SBK is here as well. His uh, power's turned off. <laughs> and how does that feel when you go home and your power's off? Does that just show you how crappy an apartment can be? Yeah, yeah but at the same time, when it cuts back on, man, that's another small yeah. victory for me. Mm-hmm. All right, so basically, you were living, uh, if you were back home, it would be your own little deserted island. Because you got no power. Right. And you really don't have, I mean, maybe you could draw to keep yourself entertained. Mm. My, my laptop still has some power. Maybe do some push-ups. No. You, but you guys, no. You guys are obsessed with this show, Lost. Yeah. Lost is, it has to be uh, one of the best shows you, on TV you in a long make, time. You know what makes it so good, man? It's like, when you when you first hear the concept, oh, plane crash, they're on the island, they got to survive. You think it's going to be all cheesy, like Gilligan's? No, man. It's like so real. I they had so many different elements into it that it makes it, you know, very uh, odd and compelling. I so I, here's the thing. I I don't even know, but I think I watched the show before you guys did when it very first came on because mm-hmm. I was fascinated with the plane uh, disintegrating in midair. That's mm-hmm. what got me to watch it at first. Mm-hmm. And then I, but I never kept up with it. Here's my problem with shows like this: you have to invest so much time and energy into it. You got to keep up with it. I just I can't do it. And it seems like it's gonna be great, but nowadays because of the fact, like with a show like Twenty Four. That FX will do the marathons because you can get it on DVD. To me, there's no interest of watching it when it's happening. I'll just wait till later and get into it then. The reason it's great to watch it while it's happening is it's the ultimate water cooler cooler uh, show. There's so much speculation that can go into it. There's so much discussion you and your friends can have that you watch it with uh, that it just makes it the ultimate and like uh, just speculating what's going to happen next. Here's the thing: I don't like conversations. Even well, that's why you're in radio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'd rather not. I'd rather not have to sit around and talk to Tommy and pretend to be interested in what he's likes. But and, and like all good shows, Lost, you know everything about all of the characters. You feel like yep. you know them all. Is that what's going on? All right, so what's the big thing right now, Dubs? Get me caught up. Well, Sell me on the show. This last episode was about the other side of the island and the uh, other survivors. Uh, there were uh, The plane broke off into two pieces, and... You thought the whole time that uh, there's only the one side of the island with the survivors. 
we found out uh, earlier in the season that there was a whole other uh, bunch of survivors on the other side. And this at last episode was just going through their uh, experiences while the other people, like uh, everything that happened to the other people last uh, season, they went through what they went through at that same time. See, that's my other thing, too, suspending disbelief. There's so many of these people who survived this plane crash from the plane disintegrated in midair. That's part of the uh, reason why uh, there's all the speculation about what exactly is going on on this island. All right, so what is the island? Is it purgatory? Because that's what I hear from everybody. It's purgatory. I don't think so. What do you think it is, SBK? I, I, I don't know. I think they're doing some kind of scientific experiment. Yep. I think uh, because, uh, for one, there's all these uh, scientific bunkers going on in there. There's all these, all these different uh, things in these uh, bunkers with these different labels on them and uh, videos. Uh, and I also think it might be something with the military uh, because last night they uh, found out one of the others, which are the people, the natives to the island, kind of, uh, the people who keep on taking the uh, the castaways. They call them the others. Yeah, they call them the others. Uh, he was carrying a U.S. military knife. Dude, dude, the, the show is so good. Hefe, you're watching it, and you see these, like, 20 people that they concentrate on, and they, like, working and stuff and with all the people who survived the crash. And then all of a sudden, they're doing, like, a roll, and they're like, who's that guy? Hmm. And he wasn't even with him. He turned around and run in the woods. All right, now, Tommy, you're watching this, The Lost. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Are you agreeing with these guys? Is this the best show on television? Yeah, it's up there. It's pretty good. What else is good? You're, you're real big into the... T- See, here's the other thing, too. I just don't watch TV anymore. I really... I haven't watched TV in so long, like, legitimately. I'll watch South Park when we're done with the show. It's, like, on Channel 27 or something. Mm-hmm. And maybe fall asleep to Sex in the City. But other than that, I'm not really watching television. Why not? I just thought... I, I, reading, doing other things, working out. I don't know. Really, I don't know. There's, just... some, there's something about sitting in front of a television to me that is wonderful. That is just, it's mind-numbing. It seems to be like it's almost boring. That, that's why this show is great, because it's not mind-numbing. It's not boring. You're thinking the whole time. You're, you're just, trying to figure it out. But you're still sitting there staring, essentially, at the wall that's Dude, moving. But you're, when you're sitting there reading, you're sitting there doing the same thing. But you're learning. Same, same with this you're thing. Not Man, learning you're learning from keep, loss. Yeah, I learned how to uh, kill a wild pig. You're learning how to survive on, a, uh, on an island? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're learning who to trust, who not to trust? Yeah, ooh. What what if you're reading, like, a fiction novel? That's mm -hmm. not learning anything. But you're still developing skills. You're even developing reading comprehension. I think uh, with this uh, type of show where you're trying to figure stuff out, you're getting almost the same type of thing going. Uh, This island is in the South Pacific, and they have polar bears. That's all I need to say. Yeah, figure that one out. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. 407-916-1041, right, then, SBK, what are the other good television shows out there? Tommy, what are the other ones that maybe I'm missing out on? Nip Tuck, but this season's been kind of subpar. Uh, the Shield's coming back soon, which is a great show. Whenever Entourage comes back, you got to watch that one or pick up the DVDs leading up to it. Desperate Housewives. That's a good one. All right, I watched Desperate Housewives a little bit on Sunday. Didn't we watch it when mm-hmm. we were up in New York City? Oh, speaking of the Desperate Housewives, you see the guy, I guess the, the black man that was chained up in the uh, basement. Did mm-hmm. you hear why he got dismissed? Didn't he expose himself? They said that he exposed himself to the other cast members. All right, like the, his, actual, his... the actual actor was uh, got fired from the show. Right, and that he exposed his junk to, the uh, I guess, some of the chicks that were on the uh, on the set. 
And if you notice in the last episode, they didn't show him. Mm-mm. They showed a black guy. It was all dark out. You couldn't tell. It, that wasn't the same guy. Now, he says that it wasn't that, that he didn't flash anybody, that there are a lot of stories that have been told, but the truth of the matter is Touchstone decided to go in a different direction, and they bought out his contract. Okay, see, now, the character doesn't seem that main or specific, especially because the episode that I saw, the different direction, what's the different direction? Just another black guy? I don't know. I think he was some kind of rapist or something. Yeah, I don't even know what's going on there. I think he. Uh, what they were explaining is uh, it has something to do with a murder in Chicago, and he is uh, guilty of it, and they're hiding him. But he doesn't feel guilty about it or anything like that. Now, have you ever been uh, tempted to uh, expose yourself? Because I, I was listening today, SBK, and Shannon and uh, Savannah could not convince you to get nude. I'm not getting naked, dude. I share enough. So, but you, have you ever exposed yourself to anyone at all? Like, in unwa- public? Yeah. Unwarranted? Like somebody I didn't know? Right. Maybe at a party. Just on a cell phone. <laughs> yeah, just on that cell phone, one of the very first times we hung out with the Soul Brother, we were out at uh, Club Paris, and we're hanging out in the VIP, and he goes, hey, Hefe, come here, look at this, and it's a picture of him excited, down there, taking on his cell phone. Mm-hmm. You just do it in a different way, without dropping drawer, you open up your cell phone, you think it's okay. Yeah, well, and you, you didn't tell the important part. Which was? It was huge. <laughs> that I was going to leave out. <laughs> Don't leave that out. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 Jeff in Orlando, you're in the hideout on real radio Hey man, what's up? Yo dude, what do you got? Soul brother Yo What's going on man? You a hard working brother, aren't you? I'm just chilling man, waiting on my electricity to cut on Right, right Hey, one of the best shows that's on TV right now is Prison Break I've heard great things about that I never got to uh, get a chance to watch it it is a good show. That one is of the a best out there right now. All right, Prison Break's another one that maybe you got to look into. Here's the other thing, too. I don't have cable, and I, I have a VCR, <laughs> you know, and I can't sit there, and I don't have an antenna, so I can't even, it's not even really worth me watching anything or even recording anything because it's all fuzzy and it's all crackly. You got one of those DVRs? That's yeah, that's the best thing going. To see, maybe if I had a DVR, something like that. But you would have to get cable then, you know. All right, well, then I would think I would invest, because what's the whole thing about these DVRs? It just kind of records whenever you want it? It records anything. You no longer have to set your schedule around what's coming on TV. All the shows I like are going to record. I can just do what I need to do. So, essentially, like here in the hideout, or if you're a fan of the hideout, the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, you could listen to the hideout, and then maybe on Sunday or, or Saturday, when you're hanging out in the afternoon, you can get caught up on Lost. Uh, Prison Break, all of these shows, right? No, you have, right. You have to watch Lost that night because mm-hmm. there's too many people they'll be talking about it the next day. Well, or you'll go online to like a message board by accident and read something. Well, now what I do, it comes on, what, 9? Yeah, 9 o'clock. Okay, I never watch it live. I watch it after it records so I can fast forward through the commercial. Mm-hmm. All right, now, aren't they starting to do this thing, though, where they're putting pop-up ads on these DVRs so nah. that... So that you can't get away from the commercials anymore? I heard that they're going to start with that stuff. And another thing that the TV stations do, and they've been doing it for a while now because of uh, the uh, the DVR and the uh, TiVo and all that stuff, they do the pop-up ads during the show. Like you'll see uh, uh, the uh, like Joe Millionaire or something running across the uh, screen with the... the uh, 
but Brides that, chasing them. But that's the promos for their other shows, not necessarily the commercials. Yeah. Which is different because they're more concerned about the commercials and you watching the commercials. But that's why they say the product placement. Dude, I'm I'm all for that. Get rid of all the commercials and just do strong product placement. You think for the entire 30 minutes, just do 30 minutes of programming with the occasional. Man, this Pepsi is great. I don't even care if they make it blatant. You know, like Lost, they show in the beach. Just put FedEx out there. Just scratched <laughs> yeah. into the beach? Yeah, I don't care. Oh, yeah, there's just a bunch of FedEx boxes lying around and stuff like that. Yeah. I, I, we got a listener right now, Kevin, who's out in uh, Hawaii, apparently where they're shooting mm-hmm. Lost. And he says that he's uh, he's met the, pretty much the entire cast. And they, um, they've been stalked. They've been robbed. All kinds of craziness since being out there. Like they're like the huge. They're probably the biggest stars on television right now, aren't they? Yeah, uh, that Sawyer character got his uh, his place robbed out there. And I think his car too. Mm. All right, oh. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. All that packed on top of him in a coma right now. That's just not a good uh, week I'm for him. I'm worried about his arm. Uh, let's take a break. We'll come back and um, it'd be interesting. I don't know how long the Soul Brothers are gonna hang out, but I've. I, something that's been chewing at me all day. I feel like I wasted three years at Texas Tech University. I got my college degree in three years. I went through successful people out there, like millionaires, probably even billionaires, who never even graduated from college. And so now I'm beginning to think, is college even necessary? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. So, brother, you're a college graduate, correct? Yep. Florida A&M University. Do you th- I, I will ask you when you get back, but do you feel like it's even gotten you what you think you needed? Yes and no. All right. Well, come find out next in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. College is meaningless. Because once you get into that position, it doesn't matter if you went to college or not. It's how you perform. All right, so is that essentially? That's, all right, so that makes sense. So college maybe is only good for getting access to the internship, maybe. Yes, getting your getting your internship, uh, either you know getting your foot into a door someplace because you did go to college. Uh, but once you get your foot in that door, that college doesn't mean anything. It only gets you that far. After that, you have to work yourself through everything. You aren't going to get anything just because you are a college graduate. Lewis in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's hey, up, Lewis? What's going on, guys? Yo, dude. Hey, yesterday I had a real good pleasure. You know, you said a little bit about small things happening to you and making you happy. Mm-hmm. Well, also it ties into people that didn't finish school. I met a met a real big producer. His name was Maurice Starr. I don't know if you ever heard of him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's produced many major people out there, many artists. You can think of long list of celebrities, but he never finished high school. And this guy's worth about a billion dollars right now in the industry, in the music industry. And also, he has a, um, I mean, he's just he's, remarkable. I went to an $8.8 million mansion yesterday, cars galore and everything. But you can make it without going to college, and he was a teacher at Berkeley University. Wow. All right, thank you, Luis. Appreciate it. All right, I'm getting this. He was the mastermind behind New Edition and New Kids on the Block. New Edition, thank you. New Kids on the Block, eh. Oh, come on, hanging tough? No, thanks. The right stuff? Step by step? Then you learn this more, too. It's all about who you know in the business. Oh, of course. That Exactly, that's what I'm saying. Uh, if you can get into the position to show that you have skill, 
everything else takes care of itself. Graduating from college, really, a lot of people who aren't smart, aren't, uh, you know, anything, graduate from college just because they are able to uh, sit down and do the work. And once they get out in the workforce, they don't have the uh, the right skills to do whatever they graduated in. Katie in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Ladies first in the hideout. What do you got, Katie? Um, Bill Gates and Steve Jobs both went to Berkeley together. They were friends, and then they dropped out to start their computer business, and then they split, and one did Microsoft, one did Apple. Right, okay, So, but they did drop out of college then. That's right. They never finished. Wow. All right. That's uh, Now we're giving hope to college graduates uh, or, or those who are about to be. Just drop out, then you'll be successful. That's how you make it. Eric and Daytona, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Eric? Hey, what's going on, guys? Yo, Duke. Uh, I heard it's a proven fact that people who go to college aren't as successful as people who don't go to college. Hmm. I'd like to see where that fact is from or if there's some sort of a statistic or something. I heard there was a statistic at one point. All right. It was. Thank you, Eric. Appreciate it. Um, Now, when you hear didn't go to college or college dropout, which sounds worse to you? College dropout sounds worse yeah. because of failure. And just because it sounds that, like you, that word dropout is so negative. It sounds like, yeah, because it sounds like you failed. Mm-hmm. As opposed to, well, if you didn't go to college, maybe there were extenuating circumstances, maybe you couldn't afford it, this, that, and the other. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so what is college good for? Now, I've heard this. College is good for teaching your life lessons. Really? That's what I hear. It's good at teaching you it's supposed to be good at teaching you how to organize your time and how to begin to organize your life. I tend to disagree because most college students are the worst time managers in the world. They never show up to their classes. They never, you know, they they're uh, going out to the bar doing this, that, and the other, and they learn, hey, I can still graduate even though I didn't show up to this class. Like if I show up and just do the test and everything in a lot of these classes and pass it. I'm fine, and that doesn't work in the real world. You have to show up every day. You have to work every day to uh, reach your goal. Matt, on 408, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Matt? I understand your uh, your argument about a, a lot of the degrees, but think about your doctors and your lawyers and your accountants and engineers. These guys are actually learning math and science and skills mm-hmm. to apply. I mean, do you really want a doctor showing up without a degree? No, that, that's a completely I, different I, I, thing. I figure this out. What, what is that, a scalpel? Here, can I try it? <laughs> that's a completely different thing. I'm talking about these people who graduate, you know, in a very broad business degree or something like that, right. where they really don't have that main goal in hand. All right, let's go through, Dub. Some of the careers you don't need college for, all right? Mm-hmm. I think radio. Radio, definitely. You don't need it. You need to get the internship, and then once you get in, everything you're going to learn is at the radio yep, station. Yep, the, the equipment's there, the people are there to teach you, and uh, actually, even a broadcasting school, I learned more during my internship than I would have ever learned at that broadcasting school. But those things give you access. Mm-hmm. So you hear that, Mad Matt Mateo? It's time to drop out. You've gotten in. You don't need that UCF degree. Ask Deuce Childeron what it's getting him. You guys are equals now. Yeah. Honestly, I have learned more here in the last, I'd say, three or four days than I have my like last two and a half years in college. Go keep kissing our ass. Tell us how much you love us. That's perfect. Uh, 407-916-1041. Another one I don't think you need. Um, education for sales. 
either you know how to sell or you don't. And I think that's something that's innate within people. They know how to sell things. And I think going in and getting an advertising degree or yeah. a marketing degree is pretty hack. You don't really need it when it comes down to it. Now, I will agree with uh, what Matt said earlier. Doctors, engineers, lawyers, you're actually learning like the trade, the ins, the outs, technical things. Engineers can be uh, like... Uh Go 50-50 with that, you know, because a lot of engineers can have that knowledge already in them. They've grown up around that kind of stuff, so they're able to, uh, you know, be an engineer in a certain field and, uh, you know, learn at the entry level and build their way up and not need the degree. But there's some people that, you know, learn all that stuff right there in college. The Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Yeah, Bateman. I think this is skewed because you know how they say college graduates make more than non-grads? Well, it seems everyone that I know that didn't go to college is making like $70,000 a year. I think maybe the engineers and the doctors and lawyers are the ones that kind of skew it, so it says college grads make more than non-grads. You know what? That's a very good point. But those, those cats are coming out usually at the six figures, like just right out of school. That could be. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, come back. I want to continue this because there are some other uh, questions I got, too. I really want to know what college is good for and maybe some other degrees because I know we have a lot of people out there making very good livings, didn't go to school. I'm thinking what careers are good if you hadn't gone to college? 407-916-1041, uh, 888-978-1041. It's the Hideout, Row Radio, 104.1. I'm on is college worth it? 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, star-1041 on your single wireless phones. It is the hideout on the Thursday night, the most entertaining, actually the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. i got to get the gimmick down, Dubs. We'll get there. Talking to SBK during the commercial break, and he says, college is good for the social aspect. First time you get smoke weed, really get drunk, make friends. Your response to that, Dubs? That's middle school. That's not college. You learn that all in middle school. Sixth and seventh grades when you make that transition. Uh, I'm going to say this is Monty. You're in the hideout on road radio. What do you got? Hey, buddy. What's going on? Yo, dude. All right. I just want to give you a quick rundown of my life. Uh, what's college in Texas? Went one year. Knocked up my girlfriend. Ended up getting married. Been married for 19 years. Never finished college, worked every kind of crap job you could think of, and now I own a mortgage company in Orlando. All right, so you've made it then. <laughs> you, you're making Finally. it. What school did you go to in Texas? St. Ed's. All right. Austin. All right, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, well, hey, yeah. good for you for making it. Again, a, a very a success story. It's probably been a pretty tough 19 years, but now you're owning your, your own uh, mortgage business. Mm-hmm. Then it seems like it's worth it. I'm just really beginning. Here's the thing about college, and I'll say this, too. Is a regular old bachelor's degree worth it? I think, to me, absolutely not. If you're going to go to school, you should go to school planning on getting that little something extra. The master's or the doctorate or law school or something else. Although everybody almost has a bachelor's degree now. That's why another reason it seems you're sitting there wasting four years, then you're going to go get your internship or get started in something. Meanwhile, someone who's out of high school... Maybe uh, dicked around for a year or two, and then got into their businesses. They're going to be well ahead of you. Yeah, they got a three or four year jump on you, and you're waiting around, smoking weed, getting high. CP on 436. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What do you got, Duke? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. 
Hey, I just wanted to let y'all know about my life a little bit. Uh, I'm 20 years old, and about sixth grade or so, I started uh, doing websites and stuff on the Internet, just screwing around, you know, doing my little wrestling website or whatever and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And I made it all the way through high school, uh, kind of expecting to go to college like everybody else. But when the time came, I, I got a job out of high school as a web developer working for a marketing agency. And uh, I make uh, a lot more money than anyone that's uh, going to get a bachelor's degree and wait for four years. You I just think it has to do with being able to teach yourself something that you actually want to do. And you know what it is? Here's the thing, too, about that, CP, and good for you, buddy. You have an actual marketable skill. Like, you, have a, you can do something that other people can't do you 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 did it you've been doing it since the 6th grade and right. that you're you're valuable that's what right. it is going to college maybe not us that's not what you're getting there and maybe that's why you have a lot of these like other schools these specialty schools popping up that you know cuz we had the broadcasting schools mm-hmm. but they're the other ones that'll say hey we'll teach you how to design video games in you know 2 years yeah and if it's something you truly love to do and you have a commitment to most likely you're going to succeed in it if it's a if it's a uh, reasonable goal, you're gonna succeed in it. Okay. All right. Given says, I have a bachelor's degree in op- opera performance. Now I sell bread for a living at Panera. Well, that's your dumbass fault for getting an opera performance <laughs> degree. When I was at Texas, Retard. when I was at Texas Tech, man, I would give so much hell to the theater majors. Yeah. Because I'm like, what are you gonna do with that? Are you going to measure at Texas Tech? What? Yeah, exactly. And dude, I even wrote an op-ed on it, just slamming them in the University Daily, and I caught so much hell. And I go, you major in theater at Juilliard, at NYU, not at Texas Tech. It's going to get you nowhere. If I had to do it all over again, and I've said it before, radio, I would have gotten my degree in something real. Maybe... Uh, marketing, you know? Yeah. Maybe, uh, I don't know, English or history. Oh, maybe even education. And then minored or done the, uh, done everything else in radio. Because like I said, everything I learned about it, I did it through real life experience. But so you can still have that on your degree, you minor in it. Something and to then fall you, back uh, on. Yeah, then you have uh, the major and something you can fall back on. Mad Matt Mateo, Putin, I'm begging you guys. Get out of the telecommunications communications thing. It's going to do you no good. You already got your foot in. One of you hired. One of you very well could be. What you got to do is get a real education and not this crap uh, radio degree that they're going to try to sell you. Hardcore Paul in Winter Park, you're in the hideout. What up, dude? Hey, how's it going, guys? Yo. Um, your last caller kind of egged me on on what I want to say now, how he didn't go to college and he got like this good job and everything. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't go to college, and I'm kind of suffering because of it, and I wish that I did go to college. How so? How's that, buddy? Well, the way I see it is that you need that, that piece of paper to get where you're going, just so people think you know what you're doing. I think it, I think it depends, though, on what it is you want to do and if you have an actual skill. You know, like well, what? I got skills, but you need a piece of paper to prove it. I think that piece of paper, you know? the good thing about that piece of paper, it really helps you get your foot in the door. It opens that's, the door. That's the exactly. biggest part about it. After that, I don't think that piece of paper does you any good. Here's where you can make up for that, Hardcore Paul. Who do you know? If you can, if you can, you can get around the piece of paper if you know the right people. And thanks for the phone call. But I'm telling you, man, a regular old uh, bachelor's degree, nothing. 
Yeah. What's it going to get? It's not going to get you anything. And if you don't have that degree and you want to get into something that most people have a degree in, you got to do the hustle. You have to befriend people in the business and kind of uh, work it that way. All right, Ball says uh, he's been web designing since the sixth grade, too. He runs three servers and over 13 websites. That's a skill I wish I had. Mm-hmm. That stuff, man, you could so use. Chunks, what are you going to do? Oh, no. I'm looking at I got my transcript right here. It's got, like, my entire, all the classes I've taken, and half of them. Can you bring it in real quick? It won't print out. But um, uh, can you go over them then? Yeah, I can tell you. Um, composition, social and political philosophy, <laughs> leadership in freshman freshman transition. <laughs> no, no reading ones on there. No. Uh, intro to American government. Does it have your grades? Yeah. Right, here's what I want to do. Let's turn this into the into a game. I want you to pick about five to seven classes. All right. And I want us to guess what your grades were. Okay. 407-916-1041, Uncle Fester in Orlando. I want you to get to work on that. I want that before the end of the night. What's up, Uncle Fester? What's happening? What do you got, dude? I never finished high school. I make six figures. How'd you do it? For the rest of the people, how did you do it? Slaying Sales. keys? Sales. See, it's, I see, that's one of those. I'm telling you, some people can sell, some people can't. I don't think you need a degree to be a salesman. Yeah, but here's the deal. You have to take crap sales jobs and prove yourself for about three or four years before you get into one where you can make some real money. No, it's just like going to college. That's true. Hey, would you like to come work for Real Radio? We need some good salespeople, man. You know, it's funny. Wagstaff offered me a job. (laughs) Come take it, please. Uh, (laughs) Thank you, Uncle Fester. (laughs) Especially helps because you actually listen to the show. Would you rather have a job like sales with the potential to make more money? No. Or would you rather just have a job where you knew what you were getting each week? I can't do sales. I'm not a salesman. You know why? I can't handle rejection. I do this radio show, and in a way, we're selling ourselves, and I can do that, and I think I can come up with marketing plans, but I have so much respect for people who can go out and cold call and ask people for money. That's something I can't do. Me neither. And Especially I, the amount usually asked. Which is just insanity. Uh, 407-916-1041. Uh, Nivian? Yeah. Uh, Vi- all right, Nivian, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's going on? Uh, not much. I was just calling about the um the topic that you guys were talking about. Mm-hmm. Like, I know a couple of my – I graduated from high school 2001, and a lot of my classmates graduated already and can't get jobs. They're telling them that they're either overqualified or underqualified, or they don't have any job experience. Uh, you know what? That's a very good point, too. If you have a college degree, and so a lot of employers are saying, like, all right, I'm not going to give you an entry level because you're overqualified, and you're probably going to be here just long enough to get your new gig and move on. Like exactly. that, that whole thing. And I don't get it. I mean, you go school, you spend all this money in classes, the half of them you don't even end up using. It's just like money's being waived. So I went to a tech school. I'm actually learning stuff that I learned from my tech school. I'm learning more. So I, my advice to most people are, if you could go to a tech school, go. You get more experience. Then you, when you go out to the workplace... And you're actually le- learning an, a trade or a skill that will help, you know, instead of taking a lot of the social philosophy of this, that, and the other. Thank you, Nevian. I appreciate the phone call. Another reason why uh, college can be crap a lot is because uh, a lot of people who 
get these degrees in a certain thing never end up working in what they got their degree in in the long term. You know, they'll try right away, but then something else gets offered to them and they have to take it. So the thing is, I knew I was going to do radio. I knew at the age of 16 I was going to do radio. So because of that, journalism, telecommunications, this, that, and the other. You know who I want to talk to? Putin. Putin, I want you to come in here and actively participate. Because you're going to school right now. I want your honest thoughts and opinion on this. Because I have a feeling uh, you're going to explode. I think it's going to be good for the radio. Isn't that overqualified thing kind of the equivalent when you tell a girl, hey, it's not you, it's me? I mean, if you tell someone they're overqualified and don't give them a job, that doesn't make any sense. Well, they're they're afraid that they're going to be posting that same job in uh, three weeks later when they actually when the person gets a job that they do like. Yeah, well, three months later, but exactly, yeah. exactly. That's what it is. You're not this this isn't what you want for your career. You're here to pay the bills until you get a better job. That's why you're doing this. NASA Pete, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. What's up, man? Hey, man. Hey, you got to ask these people what they're majoring in to begin with because I got my degree in electrical engineering. And there are so many jobs, like electrical and chemical, are like the top two engineering fields. And just with a bachelor's degree out of school, you can make at least 50. Yeah, yeah. my cousin, I think, went civil engineering, um, and he's making a ton of money with civil engineering. What's civil engineering? Civil is kind of like, it's like planning um, the way cities are built oh, okay. or, you know, that kind of stuff, I think. And maybe bridges. Yeah, bridges and, and stuff like that. Yeah, and the main the main problem with colleges to begin with is that they don't even tell you like, how lucrative your major is going to be. I mean, if you want to major in communications or liberal arts, they'll gladly take your money. But once you're at the other end, after the four years is up, you know, you're SOL. Oh, absolutely, dude. Hey, thank you, NASA Pete. You work yeah. at NASA? That's right. How about a free tour? I like to look around, just see what's uh, going on. <laughs> You should come down. It's awesome. All right. Oh, All right. We'll, we'll email me. I'm serious, man. I love NASA. I always wanted to go to space camp. <laughs> I really did, man. I thought it would be so cool. Yeah, I'd love to go see, now. You always see those things on Double Dare where they... Uh, the movie. Remember the movie? Or even, you know, when yeah. they, uh, Double Dare, you'd win a, a trip to <laughs> space camp, and you'd see the guy in the ball going all these circles, and you're like, damn it, that looks great. All right, we got to take a break and come back. Space camp. Putin, I want you to come in here. I want your thoughts on college. Because I have a feeling you'll explode. I think it's really great. You look like you're, you're uh, falling down now. <laughs> I think it's about to happen. Pat him down before he comes in here, too. And Chunks has his <laughs> his um, transcript. Do you want to give us the courses you've chosen, and then we can guess what your grades were? Sure. Right, well, get on the mic, stupid. Can't be just yelling into a what is that? open room. He How's... always does that. Six and a half years to learn to yell in an open room with uh, no <laughs> mic on. All that time with the deuce deuce of George Mason, and you just yell in an open room. Mm-hmm. We're on the radio. All right, what classes have you chosen? Composition, cultural anthropology, <laughs> <laughs> money and banking. Oh, you're terrible at that. You go to the bank abatement. Radio production. Oh, Jesus. Argument and public policy. Women in the media. <laughs> what? The class for that? Yeah, and arts of Southeast Asia. They shouldn't be. Arts of Southeast Asia? Yeah. I, I remember when you had to take that class, yeah. and I had to help you with your homework 
when we were doing we were overnight to JFK. Oh yeah, well you get to find out the grade I got in it. What would you ever do with that class? I will right, we'll play that in a little bit. We'll take more of these phone calls and we'll get Putin's thoughts on this. <sighs> Is college even worth it? I think we're beginning to hear no. We're coming down on that angle, no. It's a hideout rural radio one oh four point one. What you gonna do with all that junk? All that junk inside your trunk. It's a hideout rural radio one oh four point one. It is uh Thursday night, I'll have and J dubs. The best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, my friends, right here. Be a part of it. Putin I ain't not Putin, but uh Thrones over there bouncing his lovely lady lumps and I'm loving it. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one and star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Talking about whether or not college is worth it. We're we've pretty much decided since talking about this with you guys, the way to go is unless you're gonna do something that requires the extra like lawyer, doctor, or if your bachelor's is gonna be in engineering, go to a technical school mm-hmm. and you're probably gonna be better off. Because a lot of people who like Carl Rowe didn't graduate college. Bill Gates, uh, Steve Jobs didn't graduate from college. And I think when you uh, go to these shorter-term uh, specialty schools where they don't make you take these extra crap classes to graduate, you kind of get a jump on everything. Ralph, and like Buena Vista, you're in the hideout. What up, dope? Hey, um, just wanted to you know mention you're you saying you know go all the way for your masters or whatever. My my uh, my mother-in-law has her master's in English because you know just you know her family they're all college people you know it's very you know in their upbringing go to college go to college mm-hmm. go to college. Well, she gets her master's in English or no I'm, I keep on saying English actually math. Mm-hmm. And what's she going to do with that except for be a math teacher? Well, she doesn't want to be a math teacher, but she's been just wasting away in a math teacher job that she despises. And she's unhappy. And, you know, do you call that successful? No, but, you know, some people do because, well, she has a master's degree, so she's obviously, you know, a successful person or whatever. No, Ralph, that's a great point. Here's, let me, and actually I can completely identify. My mom has her college degree, her bachelor's, and I want to say three master's degrees. And for what? She is a special ed teacher at an elementary school. And she despises it so much she makes fun of the kids. But is that what she wants to do? No. But she gets a higher pay because she's got her master's. Barely. It's like literally, it's like maybe two, three grand. It's more than that in Florida. Well, she's in Texas. All right, Dorothy, ladies first in the hideout in Melbourne. What do you got, Dorothy? I feel that I need to be the voice of reason here because you bet. I'm a teacher and um, I know that people are so influenced by what they see and hear. So I think the message that college is unnecessary is a scary one. Uh, as soon as we get to the point as a society where everybody is so specialized in just their skill or their trade, then we have a whole bunch of people who operate unilaterally, who aren't interdependent on each other. One of the biggest values of going to college and taking the classes that you all are calling useless is it gives you the opportunity to think outside of your area of expertise, your specialty. You have that opportunity every day. Yeah, you, you don't, don't have to go to a class to get that opportunity. If you don't, if you aren't uh, compelled to give yourself that opportunity on your own, you don't deserve the knowledge. Well, but the thing is, people like you that are, you know, whoever's talking about cultural anthropology and women in the media, and you know, you're talking about those things being valueless and superfluous, then you obviously wouldn't go and pick up a book on cultural anthropology. How do you know that? That that that, well, that that's a that's a very uh, that's really a crappy assumption when you think about it. That that 
That's not true at all. It's not really an assumption because you're talking about the lack of value in those things. So if you find those things... For certain people, yes. I'm talking about the lack of value of sitting in a classroom and paying thousands of dollars to learn about that when you could do exactly of just going and picking up a book and learning what you need to learn about women in the media. But if that's not in your... See, it all comes down to the way that you define success. And if you define success as monetary gain, then you would have no reason if you're going to be in you know, radio or broadcasting or marketing or anything else that you would have no reason to explore those fields if you define success as as financial you know, lucrativeness. The point and, is, the point is, forcing these classes onto people who don't want to take them, they are not going to uh, sit down and actually learn these things because they don't want to. And uh, you're, you're basically paying a thousand, two thousand dollars for something that you aren't going to take in because you don't want to take it in. You have to want to take that knowledge in. Exactly, Dubs. Those are outside major requirements. or stuff that you have to take to graduate. And you're right. You don't want to be there. But when you go and you pick up a book and you want to learn about women in the media, you actually retain the knowledge at that point. So it's not. You can't say that you're doing well and you're doing good because someone's forcing you to take a class. That's asinine. The only thing I remember about uh, women in the media is watching the other girls in the class boobs. And uh, on the instructional videos they showed us Yours about... Yours theirs. <laughs> ...about sexism, uh, I would just watch the boobs and make rude comments about how chicks are dumb. Funny thing is, they were doing the same thing to you, just opposite uh, genders. Susan, uh, in Orlando, you're in the hideout on Rope Radio. What do you got, Susan? Out. Um, I just wanted to comment on the whole college thing, and I think it is important and necessary because the reason why I'm in college now is to find out what I want to do. And a lot of people either don't have that opportunity to go to college or, for one reason or another, they don't make the most of it, and they never really find out what they do. They end up with a degree they don't really want, and then they do end up miserable. But without college, you know, you're not going to have that need to pick up a book because you don't know all the things that are out there. I didn't know what anthropology was or any of those subjects. Right. Until I got until I got exposed to it in college, and now I love it. Uh, are, before, are you studying anthropology? No, I'm an industrial engineer. All right, cool. Now let me ask you. <laughs> uh, let me ask you. Um, do you think maybe, and we'll just kick this around. Maybe if you don't want, know what you want to do in life, maybe right. you mill around for a year or two. Maybe yeah. even go take your basics somewhere, and then decide as opposed to just going straight into school or. That's funny because that's exactly what I did. In my senior year of high school, I did dual enrollment at Mid-Florida Tech, the technical school, mm-hmm. in marketing. And because I didn't know what it was like, and I wanted to kind of get a little feel before I actually got into the four-year thing. And I found out it's cool and all, but it's not for me. And so I went to college to find out, well, what is for me? And uh, I worked in sales before. It sucked. But to those who can do it, I mean, more power to you. If you have a special skill like that, then you should be doing it. And, you, and then maybe college isn't an option. But if you don't know, then why not try college and see if you find something you're really interested in? Right. Thank you, Susan. Well, I, what we're finding out here right now is uh, that if you don't have a goal in mind, you aren't really going to be successful. You aren't going to be able to uh, do what you want to do or, fi- or learn the necessary tools to do anything you want to do in life. You have to have a goal in mind. What I would have done if I could have done it uh, all over again uh, to learn what you want to do, the lecture classes, I mean, that are huge, about three, 400 people, they don't take role or anything like that or, like, count the people. If I, if I would have known, I would have just sat in, like, all the different lecture classes to see what would have interested me more as opposed to eventually uh, failing out of business and getting a communications <laughs> degree. I didn't know you failed out of business. I had to withdraw. Econo- I was an economics major. Are you kidding? No. Um, here's the other thing. Dubs, you find out you have a goal. I had mm-hmm. a goal. 
age of 16, I wanted to be on the radio. Everything I did from that point, whether it was theater, whether it was speech and debate, whether it was internships. Singing boys to men. Was, was goal-oriented. Was to get to that goal. The other thing you have to realize, too, and this is for you, those of you in high school, maybe just out of high school, you know, whatever. Whatever you're doing in life. What is your greatest skill? What is your greatest asset? J-Dubs, you are funny. How can you make money being funny? Otherwise, you're going to end up just using your body doing something like that. You know what I mean? You're a smart guy, too, but you're what you're really good at is being funny. I think I'm a really good communicator. You know, and it's you. other people have to figure out what are you really good at and what is it that you want to do. Matt Albert, you're good at eating. Taste testing is something you should do. No. Well, I have big news tonight. Huge news. I got a job. You got a job? Yes. Where? Uh, well, it's something I'm good at, and, uh... He's a stunt double for, uh, a deuce laid by a uh, elephant. Stephen Thompson. Hmm. And, and, but, uh, it pays $250 an hour, uh, I'm gonna join the Heidi Feist's stud farm. Okay, you're not... What? I, I, I figure I can do five times a day all by myself. It's you know, endless supply if I'm with someone else. So is this going to be on the uh, the stud farm in Nevada? Is this going to be for those chicks who have the uh, elephant fetish? I'm going to be the specialty. I'm going to be the novelty at the at the farm. <laughs> so this is your way of getting sex and having a job moving to Nevada. Well, the funny thing is, he's just going to he's just going to paint a bunch of swirls on his stomach and go in there and say, Hey, anybody want to bang a cupcake? <laughs> I'm gonna have icing on my nipple. <laughs> All right, beat it. Lick the chocolate. And congratulations, lick the chocolate. All right, I gotta take these calls. I'm so fat. All right, we gotta take a break. We're up on a break. I'm telling you, man. I, this is something. Yesterday, I, I knew it would hit a nerve because everyone goes through this. And if I had to do it all over again, I see Mikey Putin over there going through the thing right now. I can tell he's miserable. And he's wondering what he wants to do in life. I think this internship has taught him it's not radio. <laughs> I think that's the one thing he's learned. Is that true, Putin? No, not really. <laughs> oh, I, I just can't read you then. I have to pee. I think it's your con- constant disinterest, I guess, that uh, threw me off. Can I take the college side for a minute? All right, when we get back. Okay. Because it's either you or talk to the callers, and I'd rather talk to the callers. <laughs> Cynthia in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Cynthia? Hey, Hideout. How are you doing tonight? I like that. Hey, Hideout. That's good. Very good. Let's everybody start hey, doing that. Uh, hey, Hideout. What do you got, Cynthia? I just want to tell excuse me, any of your listeners that are in college or high school, take it from a 33-year-old woman. I will. I sure will. Anytime I can get it. <laughs> even, right. if it's, even if it's uh, that let time. Let me this by saying you got to be good-looking, too. Yeah. But, okay. It's not what you know unless you're going to be in a technical field. Unless you're going to be in medicine or psychology, God forbid, right? anything like that, when you get out in the real world, you are not going to use not even 70, 75%, I'll, I'll venture to say 99% of the information you learn in college is by the wayside. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter because life is about who you know and, like you guys said, finding your niche. What are you good at? Communication? Are you funny? Are you good at sales or whatever? No, and, you're, and you're right on, Cynthia. It's all about who you know. In fact, I'm not going to call anyone out. I'll just say in the room, here in the hideout, someone knows somebody, and it paid off for them. Now, with that being said, I think 
that they're qualified and they're going to be badass. But it's a lot about who you know. In fact, I'll even say this. Us through Nolan, Ron, and Fez and connections down here and Tuttle and everything was a big reason we ended up here. It's a lot of who you know, especially in a business like radio, but even anything. It's all about who you know. Yeah, I mean, you could go, uh, you know, drink beers with a guy and end up uh, talking him into hiring you for a job you really want. I mean, it, you meet someone and you can get hired, and that's the biggest thing right there. Absolutely. Let's take a break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Putin and ignore uh, Deuce Chill. Yeah, thanks. It's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1. <laughs> it's a Hideout Row Radio 104.1 Thursday night. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041 and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, we got some people who have been on hold patiently for a very long time. We're going to get to them. Real rapid fire. Then I want to talk to Putin. Then we'll play the game with Chunks' transcript. And I'm going to get the. I just got this. My stepbrother mm-hmm. went to Oklahoma University, I think for engineering, ended up going sociology. He's like, what am I going to do with sociology? So he goes to graduate school. He sends me this. I think I want to be a firefighter after I get my master's. What is he for? And then he goes, I can hear your mom's head exploding already. <laughs> yes. Real fast, rapid fire. Let's go to Jennifer. Ladies first in the hideout in Deltona. What do you got, Jennifer? Hey, hideout. I'm a student nice. at UCF, and I completely agree with the extra classes because I have a scholarship. So I only have a partial scholarship, so I have to pay out for all the other classes outside mm-hmm. of my stuff. So I'm paying an extra $15,000 a year to study classes that have absolutely nothing to do with my major. I've already decided on what I wanted to do because I took the year off and went through a bunch of different lecture classes that were available to me and decided what I wanted. Right. No, I, I hear you. And then you, But you got to take these other little silly things that you know you're not going to use. I think it's a money-making scheme. Absolutely, and thank you for the phone call, Jennifer. Of course it is. Colleges make money, but here's the thing. You you don't think at all that you should be a well-rounded person and maybe know a little more Dude, than I, just your area of expertise? Of course you do. You read books. That's you, what you do on your own because you, you want to. But if you are forced to take these classes, you are not going to retain the knowledge. Anytime somebody forces you to do something, you really don't want to do it. You're not going to retain it the way if you want But it. come on, let's be honest here. They give you a whole list of classes you have a choice from. It's not, all right, you have to take this class. It has to be in a, in a specific school. I, I know. I've been there. All right. So, I mean, it's not like you get one class. I don't know. I just think that it's, it's not a total statistics. bad thing. Why did I take statistics? Why? To learn a little math. No. To give Texas Tech more money. Ladies first in the hideout, Kathleen in Orlando. What do you got, Kathleen? Hey, um, I just wanted to say to all those people who are pushed to go to college right out of high school, um, just go to a community college if you don't know what you wanted to. I went to four colleges before I decided what I wanted to do, and now I'm $25,000 in debt with nothing to show for it from those universities. Um, I'm a massage therapist now. I got my degree in seven months, and I'm making so much money, and I love what I do. You know what, Kathleen? I so agree with you, and you, you took my point. I'd actually, yes, yes, yes. I so think if you're going to go to school, go to college and just get your basics. Just get the basics and then uh, as maybe, you're learning, working. And maybe you can figure it out by then. Yeah, but don't. I mean, those four years are great. If you're getting out in two years, you're not. You're also not getting that college experience. And sure, you can do it on your own. But college is fun. I didn't get the college experience, man. I went to Texas Tech. I took 20, 21 hours. Do you know why? Because I knew when I got out, I'm gonna get paid to hang out at Chillers. 
and go hang out at places and drink and have pay to get uh, uh, go hang out at strip clubs every Tuesday night in Mid Michigan for oil wrestling. <laughs> Yeah, man, Matt Mateo. I did the community college thing for two years, and it was an absolute waste of time. Why do you say it was a waste of time for you? Because I'm taking, I, I don't find the classes at UCF any harder than the community college I went to. But at UCF, I have had a lot more interaction with people that are in the same business or trying to get into it that I can make a connection with. But see, here's the difference, though. At community college, if you're going to go the college route, it's smaller, it's more intimate. It's, it, tends More one -on -one. To, it tends to be easier. And then when you decide you go on you want to do your radio thing, that's when you move on to your next place. I got two people, but I'll hope forever. We can get to them and talk to Putin. Scott and DeLand here in the hideout. What you got, Scott? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I'll try and be quick. Um, you guys bring up lots of valid points, but, um, you know, again, if, if, if monetary gain or success in that category is, is the moniker which you're going by, statistically speaking, college graduates do make a lot more over their lifetime than others. Now, you know, obviously college isn't for everyone, but, you know, everyone has to make that choice. But for you guys to be telling kids who are very impressionable that college isn't worth it, I'm not so sure that's the right message to send it's out. It's not. I'm telling all you kids right now, don't do it. <laughs> I, but I'm telling Stop. you, as a college graduate, I'm, I'm not saying don't go to college. I am. Dubs is. I am saying know what you want to do before you go in. Have a goal and utilize your specific like if you're good at the at gabbing and if you're a good salesman and you know that already in high school, going to college is a waste of time for you. You go, you take your grunt sales jobs, and then before you know it, 24, 25, you're making a lot of dough when other guys who are in sales are coming out of school and they still have to take the grunt sales jobs. Greg in Orlando, you're in the hideout. Hey, uh, Hefe Doves. Yo. Uh, tell Kathleen to quit giving handies on uh, university. All right, that's not They're nice. They're so good. Uh, but anyways, uh, <laughs> I got the most useless degree ever. Which is? Uh, applied mathematics from UCF. <laughs> I graduated over the summer. Uh-huh. And can't do anything with it except go back and get another degree. <laughs> Come on, that's not nice. Um, and you're, So what would you do? Could you teach at least with it? No, no you could teach, but... Son of a bitch, why would I get a damn uh, math degree <laughs> instead of an education degree? No, exactly. You know, you're you're what, right on. You're asking yourself that. What were you in? Yeah, what were you anticipating to do with the degree? I don't. I, you know, I, I just pick something and then. <laughs> exactly. See, that's the problem, Greg. No, you have to be goal oriented the whole time. All right, Putin. What do you think? Because you're going through school now. You got the internship here in radio. Do you still want to do radio? Yes. What kind of radio? What do you want to do in radio? Do you want to be a host? Do you want to uh, be a producer? Do you want to be a Tall programmer? Uh, I haven't really decided that part yet. Uh, I was kind of actually pondering the possibility of maybe moving and doing some work on the BBC radio after a while. You, do you want to do actual right news? News, uh, entertainment, whatever. Uh, you could, I mean, anybody on this station could easily dominate the A market, destroy like Sean Hannity and those bastards. Um, thank you. Now let me ask you this, Putin. So, what do you think about school then? Because you're going, you're taking, you're not taking as many classes now as you were, because you're working a lot, you're doing the internship. Is school worth it to you? Yeah, school is extremely, is extremely useful. I mean, uh, like Theron said, you you need to be a well-rounded individual. That's just my personal philosophy. Mm -hmm. And you can't learn everything you need from books. In some instances, you can. You can look at a math problem, and you can 
see the example in the book and, and get it, and that's fine. But things like sociology uh, and different things that are very nebulous, you have to go to college and you have to learn from someone who has been there, who has been in the field for many years and has a lot of experience. As opposed to people who have been in it a lot of years and have a lot of experience and wrote about it. Yeah, because with a book, all you can do is read a sentence. You can't ask it a question. I, th I think the main point, though, that you really have to look at, having a college degree will never hurt you. Not having a formal degree might. No, have you seen the price tag on a college education? Yeah, it can hurt you. It can hurt you. you. Majorly, no, and, one will ever hold, no one will hold that against you. They're not going to go, oh, you went to college and you can't have a job. I don't want to call you out, Deuce Chill, but you're the prime example of someone who's gone to school is now going on to graduate school because they don't know what they want to do when really all you want to do is radio. I enjoy learning, though. But that's not the reason you're doing it. Then you're going to pay to learn when you literally could just go buy the textbooks and sneak into class. But it's, or, it's, or it's, have, you know what? Or, it's a formal degree, though. Or even going around with your buddies, you all buy the same book, and you guys talk it out and learn from each so other. It's not the knowledge. It's the paper that you're looking for. Not me, a lot of people. The validation. What I'm, what I'm saying is, is no one's ever going to hold it against you that you went to college. There are some jobs that say bachelor's or master's degree required. So then you're you're out of luck. All right. Well, there it is. I mean, I don't. I'm not speaking for you know everyone yes, in the world, are. but you, there are. Yeah, you I, are. I guarantee you, there's employers out there. Of course, there. there are jobs that way because you have to have specific knowledge. Right, but who's but those are the degrees you go in for the specific knowledge. Engineering, being a doctor. Being a lawyer, things that you need specific applied knowledge to. Maybe mathematics, if you're going to apply it to something else. And the thing is, too, uh, you may go to a job that re requires you to have a bachelor's or a master's degree, but if you know the boss and you don't have a degree, you're still going to get that job. I, dis I, think I, I disagree with I that. think the degree gives false hope. It also shows an employer that you're dedicated, that you can finish something you start. <laughs> Not necessarily. Dude, they don't care about that. They want you just to get a job done. If exactly. People, you, need to, people, you need to finish what you start. But no, people can get jobs done who don't go to school. I, I'm not saying they can't. I'm just saying in the long run, the college degree will not be held against you. Here's what's the funny thing, and I, again, I don't want to call you out. You can call me out. I mean, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm doing horrible. <laughs> you're doing horrible. <laughs> you're seriously. You are the prototypical. You are in the worst scenario for a college graduate, and you and Matt, Matt Mateo are in the exact same place. And I'm telling you, Matt, Matt. Drop out. You're where you want to be. You pour everything, your heart, your soul, if this is what you want to do, into doing this. Look at dubs. Yeah. No. None. College education. Secondary education, but that was worth crap. And look at them. And that's what pisses me off, too. I went to school for this, and dubs and I are equals. Damn right. You son of a bitch. But at the same time, I envy you. You did it right. And we got to take a break. We could talk about this all night. We solved yet another issue. College. Universities. Think we Mark another one up for the hideout. Winner. Hey, hideout. I love that. Hey, hideout. All right, let's take a break and come back. Let's figure out. Chunks, I want you to give us your, the, the, uh, the classes you took from your transcript. And then I want us to guess what his grades were. Maybe the person who comes the closest went something. I'm going to throw up five bucks each or something like that. <laughs> if you want to play along at home, enjoy. And then we got to do the Fat Man Diary, too. 407-916-1041, 888 
There's a lot of stuff, other stuff that we haven't even gotten to yet. Yeah, Paris Hilton got attacked by her pet monkey. Oh, we got to get that. Yeah, I forgot about that. All right, quick break. We come back. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Hey, Hideout. Thursday night in the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. I'll have and J-Dubs. Great conversations tonight, Central Florida. That's why the Hideout is the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando. Hey, Hideout. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. Star 1041 on your singular wireless phone. All right, so... We'll get to our guests who are hanging out with us here in just a second. But first, we're talking all this about school. Chunks has his transcripts uh, from George Mason University. Six and a half years worth of them. Executive producer of the hideout, Chunks Corolla. And um, what do you got over there? How did, did you were able to get them online that easily? Yeah. Um, yeah. I guess they haven't updated the site or whatever, and it actually kind of worries me because it still says I'm a continuing student. <laughs> Did you ever get your diploma? Yeah, but that's the funny thing. I was telling Dubs about it. I went back home, and I saw it for the first time, and it was, like, completely in black and white, and I kid you not, it looked like as if it was printed off a computer. I'm thinking my mom and dad probably might have done that just so that I don't uh, feel badly because it looked awful. You better watch out. I never got mine, and it turns out I didn't graduate. No. Are you serious? The paperwork didn't go through, so I have to do another semester. Wow. Yeah, that college is really working out for you. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, really done you right. I'm like the model student. The college doesn't even want you to go to it. <laughs> All right, people want to play along with Chunks and see what his grades are. All right. All right, so uh, Ricardo and Jonathan, you guys write down as we go through. And the guys who get closest will win a prize. You, it's just you two. You got that, Ricardo? Hang tight and take your guesses, okay? Write them down. All right. Same with you, Jonathan. Hold tight, dude. All right. All right, here we go. <laughs> All right, Chunks, what were your classes? Uh, okay. And don't give us your grades. Just give us your classes. We'll write down our answers. All right. Uh, how many classes do you want? Just give us um, four. Four? You think dubs is that good enough? Yeah, four? four is good. Four obscure ones. All right. Cultural anthropology. Okay, <laughs> that was one. I'm letter gonna, grades, right? It's letter grades. Letter and, grades. Do you have a plus or minus? Yes. Okay, cultural anthropology. By the way, I took that class. I loved it when I took it at Texas Tech. Yeah, Giant Brian. Should we have him describe what the classes are for, you know, I have no well, idea I mean, what cultural anthropology is. Me neither. <laughs> that's, okay, that's telling. That's a, that's a hint. Cultural, cult, cultural anthropology. Anthropology is the study of um, uh, people. Essentially, and artifacts. people and their habits, and yeah, their, and the like hunter gatherers, societies, and you know that kind of stuff. Um, Funny thing is, they, they had a caveman actually in their class, and they didn't utilize him. Huh? Huh? All right, I'm gonna, right, I'm gonna write down what I think he did. All right. All right, give me another one. Statistical analysis for management. Oh wow. <laughs> okay, I got that one. <laughs> That's easy. Come on. Give me one more. Radio production. Okay. I'll give you a little known fact about that. Radio production, I got a C in at Texas Tech. Oh, really? Here's why. I took all these classes, and we were doing all the digital stuff. Everything was digital. We had two assignments where we had to actually cut tape, like old-timey tape, reel-to-reel, that kind of stuff that you see in the old-timeys. And... I uh, 
I was like, oh, I'm not going to need that crap. So I didn't do them, and I took zeros. Oh, wow. So I got A's on everything else and two zeros. See, that that's the only thing we had to work with at our School of Broadcast Arts, because I figured if you could uh, do production with that crap equipment, you'd be able to do it on anything. It turns out, uh, everywhere I'd go after that, you have to do tape. In Michigan and at the mighty WJFK, that mm-hmm. hole. All right, give me one more class, Chunks. Okay. Um, I'll let you pick. Actually, I'll give you a choice. Which, women in the media or out, arts of Southeast Asia? Son of a bitch, I want both of those. He right. went to school for six years, and he's only taken like six classes? No, there are more than that. Why don't we throw them both in, then? All right, give me women in the media. All right, women in the media, I'm going to say and arts of Southeast Asia. Yep. Oh, boy. I remember helping you in that class. <laughs> I know what you got, I think. All right, Ricardo, real fast, run down for me. What do you think he got in cultural anthropology? C. All right, and uh, the um, statistics for marketing or whatever it is? B. Radio production? D. D? Yeah. <laughs> Women in the media? C. And uh, Arts of Southeast Asia? Uh, B. All right, let me go through and get uh, Jonathan real fast. Jonathan, cultural anthropology? Uh, C+. Plus. Uh, the statistics one? Uh, D. <laughs> Radio production? Uh, B+. Plus. Uh, women in the media? C. And, uh, Arts of Southeast Asia? Probably a C-. minus. Alright, you guys hold on. Whoever's closest to all of them is collectively will be a winner. Alright, Chunks. Give us your grades. Intra- uh, cultural anthropology? Mm-hmm. A. Wow. Whoa! All right, I said C+. Plus. You I, had an A. I was thinking D-. minus. All right, so closest on that one was Jonathan. All right, that's one up for him. Statistics for analysis, uh, statistics analysis for management. I said C-. minus. I said uh, D+. Plus. F. <laughs> All right, again, Jonathan was closest. He gave you a D. Ooh. Next class, radio production. Mm-hmm. I said uh, A. I said A. A minus. Oh, Jonathan. Got you with the B plus. Uh, give us women in the media. I said B. I said C minus. B minus. Score those boys tight on that one. They both gave you C's. Who? And um, final class. Is he in the middle? <laughs> yeah, he was the, he was the crossbar H. in the wobbly H. <laughs> Arts of Southeast Asia. All right. C minus. B plus. C. A C minus, um, I would not have passed or graduated. That's I, right. I had he, to get exactly a C. And he gave it to you, essentially, didn't he? Yes, he did. He felt sorry for me because I begged him not to make me stay another semester. I remember that. I remember that so much. Yeah. All right. Jonathan and Leesburg, congratulations, my friend. You're a winner. Matt Mateo is going to give you some uh, prize over there. Hang tight, buddy. Good job for knowing chunks. He actually did better than I thought he would have. That's why he gave us those classes. Yeah. No one, so no wonder you fell out of the business if you got a F in the statistics of something management or whatever yeah, it was. Business ones are bad. Econ is pretty much D. Spreadsheet apps for uh, spreadsheet applications for business. That's a unsatisfactory. <laughs> That was only passing or failing. <laughs> they just gave you the big U. Yeah. All right, let's take a break. Come back. We'll do. Ch- give me your uh, 
Do you have your transcript printed out? Yeah. Bring it on. I just want to look over it. And we'll do the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Uh, Giant Brian is here. And Kim is here. She is a massage therapist. And uh, is that right? Can you turn her mic on? I is think it, she's in training. Yeah, oh, I'm mas- in training. Here. And you're going to give us massages? Train on this yeah, live right not? here. That's going to be awesome. Right. We'll do that. We'll th- we'll, How about we have her give the uncomfortable massage? Of do shoulder own. <laughs> Why give him? Yeah, I like that idea. No, we'll take a break. We'll come back. <laughs> Can you imagine the noise? You're like, ah, yeah, oh, no. ah, yeah, right there, baby. <laughs> it's the hideout, real radio. Chunks, Fat Man Diary next on Real Radio 104.1. Why don't we all take our shirts off? So Hideout Road Radio 104.1, the funniest night show in America. I am Al Hafe, and that is J-Dubs. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041, and Star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone, be a part of it. Let's do the, uh... Actually, Kim is here. She's a massage therapist in training, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Yes. How about coming and working on my shoulders while we will do the uh, Chunks Fat Man Diary? Is that possible, or do yeah. I have to lay down? No, 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 you don't have to lay down. Oh, come on over there. But it's better if you lay down. Uh, Here's the Chunks Fat Man Diary. Now, as a public service, the hideout presents a roadmap to dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. So, Chunks, what's today about? Today is uh, about the holidays. Uh, Holidays are coming up, Mm -hmm. Thanksgiving and, and such, so I pulled one. From the holidays and kind of dealing with family. Okay. This one's dated Thanksgiving Eve, 1993. Oh, man, the holidays are here. I have mixed feelings about this, however. I love the food, but I hate spending time with my relative. Now, on the holidays, instead of ho-ho-ho, do you yell mo-mo-mo? No, I don't, (laughs) don't actually do with... Mo, mo, mo. But I hate spending time with my relatives. It is especially hard for me because everyone at school is starting to get girlfriends. Whereas I am fat, and the only girlfriend I have is Betty Crocker. We picked up my relatives from the airport earlier today, and the criticism immediately started. My grandmother told me I was fat. And that I wouldn't bear proper children because the only girlfriend I'd ever get would be a whore, as she put it. (laughs) I don't understand the need for the double half. I mean, that kind of hurts. I'm a triple. (laughs) Beside that, though, my mom cooked all the Thanksgiving food early. I love Thanksgiving turkey. I hadn't eaten the whole day so that when we had dinner tomorrow, I would be extra hungry. I was okay. Smart. I was okay for about four hours of not eating. Toward eight o'clock, I got really hungry. I decided to go to the fridge for a snack. Continue. When I opened the door, it was a fat man's dream. Stuffing, cranberry mold, squash, pump. I get the idea. This is what we call in the business natural sound. Yeah. It's actually you eating. Squash, pumpkin pie, and of course, the turkey. 
<laughs> okay. That was, that was awful. I knew I shouldn't have, but I was just going to try a little bit of one of the turkey legs. One bite became two, and two bites became both of the turkey legs and half of the turkey itself. I was in deep trouble. <laughs> I thought quickly about what I could do. So was your belt. Resourcefully, I ran into the living room and told my parents that my cousin had eaten the turkey. I was relieved immediately as my aunt started beating my cousin with a wooden spoon. <laughs> you such an ass. I hated my cousin anyway. My grandmother always liked her better. It's a girl? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Take a look at me. We're Italian. We got, the, we got the big blood. I had escaped a near tragedy and a severe beating myself. Of course, after my large meal, I needed a nap. So I curled up on the floor in the chair where my grandmother was sitting. My grandmother immediately yelled at me and said if I was going to lay on the floor like a dog, she was going to put me to use. Ew. Yes. I wish she'd put you to sleep. Mm. <laughs> she, uh... I need to do a tree and bash you with a shovel. Suddenly she put her stinky old wrinkled feet on my back and... Oh. Made me her footrest. I the hate old yellow shower. I hate when grandmothers do that. Yeah, they all do it too. I didn't mind, however. Roseanne was on TV. <laughs> what? And I dig that show. About 15 minutes into the programming, in the program, I noticed my back was getting really sweaty. <laughs> it was then that it hit me. That wasn't sweat. Uh-oh. Grandma had an accident. <laughs> I told you, an old yellow shower. Yeah, and that's how that one ended. So I avoid punishment from getting hit with a spoon, yet get uh, number one by my grandmother. Now, did she know? No, she was asleep. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and and you she just went? Yeah. <laughs> and it was down her leg? Yes. Yes. You know how old people are when they watch well, you the said stories. You, were, you said you were uh, having a big meal. She thought you were thirsty. Wanted to wash that down with something. It was really tra uh, traumatizing. I yeah. mean, that, that that's not something that you ever want to happen to you. And then amazingly, the only way you can get aroused is by the thought of something like that or somebody doing that to you. The smell of orthopedic shoes and uh, urine. <sighs> she had some, some nasty grandma feet, too, with the colon and... All that stuff. Colon. How's the colon have to do with that? What does the colon have to do with anything? Do you mean uh, corns? No, colons. <laughs> Trust me. Take a look at me. I had to get my jeans from somewhere. She has colons on her? I'm yeah, not the big understanding. And tall store. I'm yeah. not understanding. <laughs> she has colons on her feet? Yeah. There's no such thing, Junk. It's corn, ass, all right? I misspoke. <laughs> all right? You were trying to get away with it for so long. Yeah, though. I know. The whole point is, though, <laughs> that you got number one, Don. Yes, it's by your grandma. Yes, with the colons on her feet. It's great spending time with family and Thanksgiving. That's actually what turned him on. Oh, crap. Wherever there is one, he'll. No sympathy ever. Every one of these stories I've ever read, I don't get one shred of sympathy. That's disgusting, man. That's not supposed to happen. No, that story's disgusting. Oh God, no more. <laughs> and so's your grandmother. 
Salt baby. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Yeah, but that's how I spent my wonderful Thanksgiving. You're yellow. All right, Dubs, let's take a break and come back. And huh. I want to talk about some of those awful things that happen at Thanksgiving. Because it's what? It's a week from today, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sweet Jesus. Your mom's going to be in town, too. And you know what? You and I need to talk about what we're doing on Thanksgiving. Because I'm planning on being at your place to no. watch the Lions and Cowboys. No, you are. My place is going to be full. With me. <laughs> No. Take a break, we come back. It's a hideout road radio one oh four point one. It's a hideout road radio one oh four point one L Hefe and J dubs. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one triple eight nine seven eight one oh four one and star one oh four one on your singular wireless phone. Alright, Kim's badass. Yeah. I don't know whatever training you're doing, but it's working. During the Fat Man Diary, she would massage my back and shoulders. I feel great. Yeah. My, Deuce choke. My thighs are really tight. Can I get like a, no. mas- a massage there? <laughs> Can you no. do that? No. No. no Why don't you guys it. do that? Call yourself a professional in training? I'd, I'd send her away from my house. I'd be like, yeah, my legs are tight. They'd say, no, I'd say, go. Uh, who wants next? Dubs, you want next or you want it? No, you're ah. not getting one giant, Brian. I'll take one next. You were, because you, you massaged yourself in here <laughs> during an open door, giant, Brian, so that's why you don't get it. Uh, when it comes to holidays, mm-hmm. you got Thanksgiving. I really, we're not getting together? No. Why would we? Because we got together last year. Don't think we're making a tradition out of it. Dude, Lions, <laughs> Cowboys, you and me. No. Am I going to have to go spend it at Hooters? Mm-hmm. You can spend it with me. No. <laughs> Not interested. <laughs> I'll be working here. Last thing I want to do is hang out with you. What'd you throw at me? Paper. Chunks of transcripts. By the way, well, I did find it funny because I went over his transcript just because we went over it earlier. Um, I regret giving him that A in the internship in communications. Yeah. And then he got a D in money and banking. Which I find um, fitting. Because he, uh, he spends his money on nothing but booze. Yeah. And hip necklaces. Uh, 407 Long, long, long short. 1041-888-978. Fish albums. Oh, 1041. So what are you looking forward to most about your mom Trip coming down? Midwest. Um, I, I don't know. I'm. I, it'll be good. It'll be fun for like the first couple of days, and then it's just going to be... You know, and and whenever you get around family, the odd thing is too, like when you're really gathering around family, is the different personalities that you have to deal with and see, specifically like that racist grand or that racist uncle. Everybody has them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or even the real religious uncle, like I got one, and it's all about handing you tapes about Christianity and trying to save your soul the entire. Day for Thanksgiving. I'm trying to watch the game, Uncle. Don't you see? Yeah. The Lions are losing, and I'm enjoying it. I'm winning a lot of money. We can talk about Jesus later. That's next month. This month, we're uh, being gluttons, and we're watching uh, sports. Uh, 407-916-1041, I think the worst is, though, like when you have that relative... That just puts you down and puts all your other siblings and like cousins above you and just makes you feel like a complete loser. Oh, you know the one that also gets me too is 
the getting together and comparing what everyone else has done. Yeah, like uh, kind of just, it, it's like a, every year it's a high school reunion where you you're, yeah. you have to uh, you know compete with everybody else that you've grown up around. Exactly. Yeah, but isn't that fun if you're at the upper end of it? No. Well, I mean, I guess, but that's not what it is. You're supposed to be just getting together, hanging out, reminiscing. Not comparing cars and bake statements. I hate that, man. Except with your mom, what are you guys going to compare, Dubs? Well, I bought, a, I bought a new broom. I think she's really going to like. She should be really excited about it. She's going to relate that one to the one at work? Yeah. Being she's a janitor. Seriously, what are you guys going to do? I don't know. I'm going to... I've tried to come up with as much, uh, like, outside activity to do just to keep everything moving. When you were younger and you were living mm-hmm. at home and your mom used to tell you to clean your room, mm-hmm. did you always lash out at her like, no, you clean it? That's what you do for a living? That's your job? No, I never did that, Jerome. I learned it by watching you. <laughs> the funny thing about my mom, uh, our house is always a mess. Well, yeah, because cause that's she, what she does at work. Yeah, she spent all the time at work cleaning. That's the last thing she wanted to do when she got home. It's the same with us. Like, you know, you have a chick. The last thing you want to do is go home and actually talk to her. Mm-hmm. You just talk yeah, for four just, plus hours. That's all I've done. I don't want to talk anymore. Did you guys have, um, when you had Thanksgiving, no. did you guys uh, do the thing where you ate at home or you went out and just said, screw the cook and everything, we're going out to a restaurant to eat? Well, we always uh, had everybody meet at one pe- one person's house. Every, it rotated every year. All right, my Thanksgivings were the best. Um, I don't want to say my last name, but we would all get together and go across the park. Jimenez. Yeah, yeah, there we go. And it would be the Jimenez Bowl. And so all the men and, like, young men or boys would play football. And it's a Mexican family. Yeah. So you know we had 22 people playing. Were you always pissed because you had to be the lineman? No, man. Back then I was small. Oh, okay. I was a wide receiver. Me and my cousin who's a firefighter now, It was we were usually matched. We were on opposite teams matched up against each other. So we'd go out, we'd eat. Actually, no, we'd play first in the morning. And then we would come back in, eat, watch uh, the Lions get drummed, and then watch the Cowboys. And it, Thanksgiving was always my favorite time. When did that end? You know, it ended when my cousin JoJo um, got a college. Uh, he pitched for the University of Texas, mm-hmm. full ride scholarship. He's a closer. And because of that, once he got like that scholarship, it was over. Did like, you guys play tackle? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was tough. It was rough and tough. Now, my worst Thanksgiving ever was when I was working in Detroit for the Detroit Lions radio network, having to work on Thanksgiving Day out at the Silver Dome, and it was so cold and so awful. And then after that, after being out at the Silver Dome all day since 6 o'clock in the morning, I had to go run best of at the radio station, WXYT, and... For Thanksgiving dinner, uh, IHOP. <laughs> and that's what I did for that. And to me, that was like one of my lowest points in my life because Thanksgiving meant so much to me. And then there I am spending it alone in Detroit, listening to the best of an awful AM talk show, eating cold IHOP. And it was at that point, honestly, I decided and I said to myself, screw the holidays. They just set you up for disappointment. And I don't celebrate holidays anymore. Like so thank- why do you want to come over to my place? Just to hang out and watch football. No. 
You wanted to start some kind of odd tradition. I'm not going to let it happen. Come on, man. You and me. We did it last year. We had a blast. No, we didn't. I was miserable. My yeah. power went out, and then we had to drive all the way, like, 45 minutes over to your place, and then my lines got crushed, and I just went home. Oh, and then you got that tattoo in Indianapolis on your back. Mm-hmm. All right, so maybe it didn't work out. Uh, my worst uh, Thanksgiving was uh, my mom and dad, this is when they were going through their divorce. So they tried to bring it together, you know, one last time for one last holiday. And uh, we all ate dinner together. Then we went bowling. Typical oh. white trash uh, uh, Thanksgiving. And uh, once we got back home, my dad decides he's going to go out with his new girlfriend. My mom flipped out because for like a brief uh, moment, she had uh, some kind of actual regular family thing going. Thought that maybe everybody's getting back together, reliving the old days. And then my dad just up and left and to go hang out with his girlfriend. And uh, so she freaks out, throws all of his clothes onto the... uh, her and my sister are both together. Like, they're some kind of big fat tag team. <laughs> Throwing all of the clothes onto the front porch, I, the, the front yard. I'm 10 years old. You know, I don't know how to deal with these kinds of things. So I'm out there picking my dad's clothes back up. Oh my god. Putting them into a bag for him. Oh my god, dude. I, I thought I had an awful story. That's awful. Alright. <laughs> All right, Matt Albert's telling me his family can't play football at Thanksgiving because they're all linemen, no receivers, <laughs> no skill players. They do, but the, it's the slowest game in the world. End zone to end zone I just imagine, I just imagine Matt Albert, it's the clumps. And that's literally <laughs> what it is. Hercules, Hercules, Hercules. They actually play with one of those uh, little paper footballs and just fart it across the table and uh, you know see if they can score that way. Uh, 407-916-104. You think about it, the holidays are just atrocious now. Mm. Right, what's open on Thanksgiving? Everything. All the food places are. Are they? Yeah, I heard it's uh, actually very hard to get into any places around here. Remember the old days? You couldn't do it. There, there was nothing open. Now I guess you can go anywhere. Mm-hmm. All right, I think I'm going to spend Thanksgiving Day at Hooters. And I'm not lying to you. I'm going to go to Hooters, watch the Lions, watch the Cowboys, and be drunk and alone with me and my wings. You won't be alone. Yeah, lo- uh, yeah, with other guys. Jesus. At least there'll be some hot chicks around. All right, let's take a break, come back. Hey, hideout headline game show, we got that good to go? I'm going to assume that's a yes. 407-916-1041, I just want to throw it out there. If uh, Kim's getting bored, she's more than welcome to give me a massage. No, she's about to yeah. massage dubs during the headline game show. You're not getting touched. Unless Zeppelin decides he wants to punch you in the throat. No, he's not touching me. That's the only way you're getting touched tonight. We'll take a break. Brian we'll come back. It. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104. Uh, light him up. Hideout headline game show. Call now. Be a winner on Real Radio 104.1. All right, you primitive screwheads. Listen up. Welcome to the Headlines hey, Game Show. Time to see what you think you know. Hey, and you walk the smart guy talk or are you livestock? Hey, right, open your eye and see what you can find. You might just win a prize. Hideout Game Show. Are you sheep falling asleep on your feet? Hideout Game Show. Headlines Game Show. Hideout Game Show. Headlines Game Show. 
We're ready on 104.1 Hideout Headline Game Show. Time for you to be a winner. Five categories. Uh, world, national, local sports, and entertainment. Sir Mikey Putin is your host. And uh, it's true, false, multiple choice, or fill in the blank. Ladies uh, first, as usual, in the hideout. Go to Heather in Winter Springs. Heather, it is your pick. Which category you want to start with? I'll go with entertainment. All right, here's uh, Putin. Entertainment news. Unfortunately, this former female singer-songwriter is going to have a new reality show on E-Television where she starts dating again for the first time since college. Is it A, Sarah McLaughlin, B, Paula Cole, C, Jewel, or D, Lisa Loeb? Uh, I'm going to go with Jewel. I'm sorry. You haven't a clue about the entertainment world in which you live. Sorry, Heather. It's Lisa Loeb, right? Yes. God help us all. Yeah, uh, the only reason I know that's because she's from Dallas. What was the song she had? Stay. Yeah. And I she's... only hear what I want to. And she's got those like glasses, kind of like mine. Mm-hmm. I'm always here. Hey, come back from the next break with that one if we have it. I'm sure we do with magic in the building. Let's go to uh, Kevin in uh, Massachusetts. Hey. What's up, dude? Uh, not too much. How's it going? All right, here we go. Hideout Headline Game Show. Let's see. Uh, entertainment's off the board. World, national, local, or sports. What do you want, brother? I'm feeling like a sports man tonight. I hear sports. Sports is filling the blank tonight, sir. Which baseball legend's rookie uniform from 1936 will be at auction today and is expected to fetch about $600,000? Wow. Ooh. Sounds easy, but my answer is Drew Bledsoe, so... <laughs> Drew Bledsoe? Drew Bledsoe is not a... <laughs> Who is it? Joe DiMaggio, his rookie uniform. Wow. What was I'm saying wow over this uh, massage. It's awesome. Oh, is that what you're commenting on? Yeah. Oh, you ask. I yeah. call it next. No, you're not... Get... I'm telling you, you're not getting touched tonight. I'm not leaving until I get one. Well, then you're <laughs> staying. You'll be asking uh, Russ in the morning, hey, please, <laughs> yeah. help me out here. I can't go until I get a massage. Sean in Daytona... Um, you're next up. World, national, or local? Local. All right, here's local news of Putin. Local news is fill in the blank. Uh, a Florida jury has found Joseph Smith, the kidnapper and murderer of 11-year-old Carly Brucia, to be guilty or not guilty? Guilty. That is correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. You're a winner, dude. Hang tight. Now, what's that story? Now, remember this, Dubs, we weren't down here yet. But remember, it was, I guess it was an 11-year-old chick who was... S- essentially snatched on videotape coming outside of a Walmart or something. Oh, yeah, I do remember that. And um, she ended up getting murdered and violated and all that kind of stuff. But I guess they found the guy. Good. And he's going away, and he's probably going to get the death penalty, right? Do you have that here in Florida? Of course you do. Mm -hmm. You can shoot people if they look at you the wrong way. (laughs) We call it Old Sparky because it has a tendency to set people on fire. Is that true? Yep. Wow. I that doesn't seem uh, cruel and unusual at all. I say fine. If somebody does something like that, you got to do it to them in that way. Really just, yeah, it's awful. Don't they wet them down first? No. We like a hurdle. Uh, Mr. Bookman in Orlando, you're on the hideout on Row Radio. What world or national? What's up, buddy? World or national? Let's go worldwide. World? Yes, worldwide. Sir. Here's Putin. 
world is true or false, sir. Lord Conrad Black of the British House of Lords and former owner of Hollinger International Media Corporation has been charged with uh, criminal fraud by U.S. prosecutors. Is that true or is it false? Uh, that would be true. That's correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. All right, congratulations. All right, what's the story again? Uh, Lord Conrad Black, uh, who renounced his Canadian citizenship to become Good. to be elected into the British House of Lords, when he sold his Hollinger International sort of newspaper holdings, and he and several of his business partners siphoned millions and millions and millions of dollars <laughs> out of this two and a half billion dollar deal. And he's also accused of other things. Uh, Touching. No, he's misusing corporate perks. Uh, he took the company jet to Bora Bora for vacation, and uh, another example was spent $60,000 on a birthday party for his wife. That's stupid. You don't spend it on your wife. You no, spend it on your exactly. mistress. Exactly. Who, who loves you more? Wow, I didn't realize. They're all, everybody's so crooked. I'm I, in love over here. This is awesome. With, with Kim? Yeah. I, can't, I the, cannot wait for mine. In the massage? You aren't getting one. They're on. Maybe she'll do it topless next time. But that would go against the rules. Well, she can just rules? do it topless, and we'll, we'll pretend she didn't go. Take it off now. Uh, let's finish up with national news. See where we want to go, to Orlando, Ocala, or Kissimmee. I say Kissimmee tonight. Wayne, you're you're up, buddy. You ready? Yeah, man. Uh, here's national news of Putin. National news is also true or false, sir. The town of Clark, Texas, has agreed to change its name to Dish, as in the Dish Network, in exchange for free TV service. Is that true or is that false? True. That's correct, sir. You know what the hell's going on. Hold on, you're a winner. That is insane. I, I want to talk about that next. I'm glad you had that one, Putin. I want to get into it because I the question I have to you, Dubs, mm-hmm. is would you be willing to sell your soul to a corporation? Done, and, done. And when does it stop? Like, how far is it? Because you already have some of them maybe trying to start uh, buying up schools, names of schools. They already got all the ballparks. And now towns. I got more details on this. Next in the hideout, Rural Radio 104.1. Hey, hideout. I was an idiot. Notice that's not... This is the one thing we told... You say... This is the one thing we didn't tell Hooch. Stay. It's a hideout rule radio 104.1. I was an idiot. Mm-hmm. No! Um... All right. Destro... Says there's a chance he may meet me at the Hooters on Thanksgiving. He's all suspending it alone. He can't afford to fly home. Destro can go over to my place. What? Destro's invited over. No, you don't have enough room. That's why I'm not allowed. No, Destro's coming over. I don't have enough. No, I asked first, man. You don't know what happens behind the scenes. Okay, I know this for a fact. There's no way your mom's going to allow a black <laughs> man in your house during Thanksgiving. It's my house, Mom. Unless somehow he's serving, I don't think she's going to dig it. Please. And I know that I'd have to clean up after you fools, too. She'd toss you an uh, apron right away and say, hey, there's the dishes. Like, Enjoy oh, yourself. Oh, wow, look, you uh, you have a bouncer now. <laughs> You've made it. <laughs> All right, before we get into this story, let's talk to Sir Gary the Prophet. Hideout headline, uh, hideout news director. Yeah, Sir Gary. Yeah, how you doing tonight? I am outstanding. How are you? I'm pretty good. Thank you. Enjoying this beautiful weather we have in here in Central Park area. It is gorgeous. I love it. The yes, 60s, sir. low 70s, perfect. Yes, good beach weather. Um, what's in the news, Sir Gary? 
It's in the news, um, well, um, in, in the uh, headline news, um, the, um, that black, black man that... Uh, oh, no, not a black, no. Black man in church just shot one of his the church members, and he had to go to prison now for it. Oh, man, this happened at church? This wasn't your church, was it? It wasn't my church. This is another church. If uh, that happened in your church, what would you do? I don't know. I just pray that, uh, that uh, we have more better members of the church that would do, do safety things for us. No, no, I completely understand what you said. Yeah. Um, now, Sir Gary, uh, is there anything else going on in the news? Uh, uh, let's see. Uh, well, um... Oh, yeah, the, today was a smoke-out for people to quit smoking. Dubs and Dubs, you quit again today, didn't you? No. I, I've been qu- I've quit for about 25 minutes, and I think I'm going to pick it back up. Oh, man. So he uh, I used to smoke, but I, I hadn't smoked a cigarette in five years from now. What did you used to smoke? What was your brand? Uh, I used to smoke uh, Newports and Winston 100s. Wow. Newports? I didn't take it for that. Huh. Where did you get the money for it? Your my, job? My uh, my father would give me the money. <laughs> oh, that's cool. Dads are always good for that, supporting yeah, Here you go, son. Go buy your cigarette. Where are you going to be on Sunday, Sir Gary? I'll be at New Hope Primitive Baptist Church on Middle and Middle Street with a garden just past Faith's Hardware. Where Elder Gun Baptist Pastor did a grand Sunday patrols one the public survivors. Just past Ace Hardware. Thank you, yes, Sir Gary. Have a good evening. Hey, you too, my friend. There he is. Sir Gary the Prophet, hideout news director. Can we start asking him, like, biblical trivia when he calls? Um, here's the I thing. Mean, he did get it all right. He's I don't a, see why the point. Well, we'd learn. He's a prophet. It'd just be redundant. You know what I mean? He's writing his own book. Yeah. The all book right. of Gary. Hey, getting back to this. All right, so Clark, Texas is now Dish, Texas. In exchange for a decade of free satellite television from Dish Network <laughs> in the town's 55 homes. <laughs> Only a decade. If the town's gonna be named after it, the the residents that were there when uh, it was renamed should get for life. So would you sell your soul to a corporation then, and like yeah. maybe even change your name? Yeah, I'd definitely change my own name. I mean, I call myself J Dubs for God's sakes. I can't have that much pride in my real name. Yeah, that's true. I like, call myself Dorito. What now? Is that what it would be? A company that like? Would you take anybody, or would it have to be one you'd really stand behind? They'll have to be Philip Morris show. Have Philip Morris show. Um, Give me the money. I'll change it right now, buddies. Have fame P-Funk? Yeah. The Parliament Lights? Definitely. See, I think I can only do something that I really like was behind. Like Dude. Apple, mm. you know, or like a car dealership if they got me a car. Rick? Car. Well, you, if we got a car for life. You know oh, what I mean? You've never had to buy a car again? Yeah, like forever I've got a car paid for, taken care of. A one-time down payment of $25,000 and you have to drive that same car around for life? No, you, you once that car breaks down or whatever, you like every three years you get to trade that back in and get a new one. How about this one, does this one have a ring to it? Hmm. The Hideout with XM and Sirius. We both just changed our names <laughs> to Satellite. We just, uh, we would be working at different companies. What would we be doing? No, we're just pimping them. We'd still be on regular radio, ah. but it'd be their way of getting that out. The Hideout with XM and Sirius. Which one are you? XM. All right, I guess I'll be serious then. I usually play that role anyway. Mm-hmm. All right, now, um, 
So do you think maybe at some point it's just going to go like this, where it's going to be like the United States and Microsoft? Well, like, the, hey, what's the America thing about anymore? Yeah, what, it's North America, South America. Let's do our own thing. The United States of Microsoft. As one indivisible under Bill Gates. A non-college graduate. God, that still blows my <laughs> mind. That is amazing. I'm glad you said mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. How about, like, Clear Channel just decides, all right, here's what it is. Maitland, that's not a nice name. There's nothing catchy about it. We'll just rename it. We'll buy the rights. It's Clear Channel Florida. Well, the weird thing is, people are doing this without even getting money for it a lot of times. Like, well, all the people naming their kids ESPY. And uh, they did that whole uh, thing on ESPN. Or ESPN, or whatever they're calling it. Oh, kids. that's right. So would you name your kid that, then? Like, what would you name your, would you name your kid if you knew for uh, XM Johnson? <laughs> would you do that? I'd do it. I don't, I don't care. Kid can call himself whatever he wants when he gets older. You can be a great dad. Yeah. Screw him. I'll sell him out. Uh, 407-916-1041. What about you right now, Deuce Joe? Would you be willing to sell your soul out for anything? Not mine, but my kids, sure. Like, I would name them Ferrari or something. <laughs> and I could go pick up many women and make many more kids. XM, go get the trash! Yeah, that's what you're doing. And that's what you heard, like, all down the street. Right, do you think there are actually kids out there named Pepsi? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, there, I, I read a story when this whole, uh, Espen thing was going on. There's a Pepsi out there. There's a Dorito out there. There's a pork chop. Is there? Yeah, he plays football. And if you're named Pepper, you have to get your PhD. Brian Pepper? Dr. Pepper. Mm. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dr. Brian Pepper. <laughs> hmm. Uh, all right, you know. I don't know. I, I just look at this and I wonder what's going on. And is this more and more like are the local governments so hard up for money or the town to really just sell it out well, for, for Dish Network? Here's the thing. Uh, you know, you, you do that and actually it might raise growth in your town because it's getting all this publicity and maybe you can get some kind of uh, tourist attraction in there uh, over it. Let me ask you this. Would Dish then keep it up if all of a sudden they had an influx of a million people? To move into that town. I wonder, and then everybody, like, if everyone who moves into the town from now on gets free dish TV? For a decade? I think it's only the people who are there now. Well, that sucks. Step up to the plate. You own the town. Yeah. It's only service. It's not like you're losing any money. And then if they end up moving, you know they're going to be addicted, and they're going to have to get it wherever they go. If they're offering a good product like that, like, regardless how big the city is, I would take it. I mean, think how much money they'll save over 10 years not having to pay for cable or satellite, whatever it is. And who's really married to their town name? Who cares? I'm not. Yeah? Yeah, I guess I, I live in Orlando. It doesn't really matter if they change the name of it. Orlando's not a cool name anyway. What's the cool city I name? like Orlando. Uh, Moorhead. Moorhead's a good place to live. Moorhead? Yeah, Zeppelin. It's in uh, North Carolina. There's a place called Bald Knob in, like, Wyoming or something <laughs> like that. Yeah, what if, like, they did, like, the rhyming things, like, I guess Trojan decides they're going to do a Magnum Montana, and everybody there gets free, free Magnum condoms. Yeah, well, every, yeah, everybody there would have to uh, be able to use Magnum condoms, too. That's where I'd be living. <laughs> Shut the hell off.
<laughs> Nightmare Dave in Orlando, you're in the hideout. What's up, Nightmare Dave? Hey, what's up, guys? Yo. Uh, I'm wondering if you guys remember uh, uh, several years ago, uh, a claim would, you know, have, was falling, falling on hard times, I guess, or whatever, and they had the comp- contest for the uh, first parents to name their kid Turok for their the Turok, the new Turok line when um the for the, the GameCube when they were coming out with the GameCube they were giving like a uh, ten thousand dollars for the kids' college fund or a hundred grand or something like that for the first parents to name their kid Turok. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember that, but all right, hey, um, that one might not be a bad idea if they're doing it for like a college fund and everything, just so. Yeah, you give your kid a stupid name, but at least he's gonna have a chance if you're in a poor family. I remember watching that show, the the, the, the documentary, the corporation, mm-hmm. about those two asswipes who got their school paid for by I can't even remember what it was, but everything everything in college everything was paid for because they uh, they themselves were sponsored, and they I guess they were like the first two kids ever to be sponsored or something. They went through college and everything was paid for. Marketing didn't work on me, even though I've seen that movie twice. I don't remember who it was. Yeah, I don't remember either. Do you remember, Giant Brian? Because you, you're the one that gave me the bootleg on that. I'm trying to remember. Uh, Tim in Winter Garden, you're in the hideout on Real Radio. Hey, what's going on? Yo, dude. I, I, uh, I knew a guy up in New York, Matt Hepper, and his father was a doctor, and his sister, I kid you not, her name was Holly. And her middle name, I guess they did this on purpose, was Pino. And it was Holly Pino Pepper. Then she goes into uh, no, then she goes in the Marines. She becomes a sergeant in the Marines. She goes from being Holly Pino Pepper to being Sergeant Pepper. You're lying. You're I- just lying to me, dude. <laughs> then she was in the Navy and on a submarine. A yellow one. Oh. <laughs> uh, and she has a pet walrus. Four oh seven nine one six one oh four one. Triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. What is this? I, I'm just talking to somebody online, and he was telling me some stuff, and uh, that's what I sent to you. I, I logged in myself, and I'm seeing it. What's that? Okay, I'm getting this. It says job uh, colon kind of a big deal at Real Radio one hundred four point one Clear Channel Communications. Job title colon producer of the hideout. <laughs> Description colon on air talent and producerish person of the hideout. We're sending ads out for a job. Hyphen hooch. It's on something called uh, what is this called? Facebook.com. It's sort of like MySpace, I guess. What? So is that a uh, opening she's talking about? No, it's just like telling all. You know how in MySpace you tell all about yourself. Oh, so she said she was a producer. Yes. And air talent. <laughs> and apparently we're on XM Channel 152, according to her. We are? I, it, that's I what wish. it says. That'd be great. I don't know why that hadn't happened. It would only make sense. Nah, they think they would want the funniest night show in America. Exactly. And I'll put that up. All right, let's take a break. All right, I would say, well, let's ask her about it, but that would mean we'd have to talk to her. Um... We'll take a break, Dubs, come back. Oh, did you hear about this uh, propaganda right-wing song that's being put out? No. I, uh, it's you know what? It's on Oberman. Oberman sets it up perfectly. I take a break and come back. But apparently there are these right-wing guys. They call themselves the Wright Brothers. <laughs> and they've put out a song, and they insist that if it doesn't get on TRL, it's because MTV is liberal. 
I'll take a break. You'll hear some of the song. And actually, Chunks, bad. let's come back with the Oberman clip out of the break. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. A man named William Green says today he and two conservative musicians who call themselves the Wright Brothers have created a song that they say will prove, quote, WMDs were found in Iraq and there was a de definite link between Saddam and Al-Qaeda. Green says he wants the video shown on MTV and says it'll be a test to see if MTV's proprietors believe in artistic expression or censorship. The song has already been created, but not the video, so we thought we'd give them a little head start on that. Freedom in Afghanistan, say goodbye, Taliban, free elections in Iraq, Saddam Hussein locked up. Some staying underground, I'm cutting now, it's finding out America won't turn and run once the fighting has begun. Libya turns over news, Lebanese won't freedom to Syria's worth the lead. Don't you know that all this means was was If you're going to make propaganda music, you've got to make it good. And to answer a couple of questions, no, it's not a spoof designed to make the right wing look idiotic. Yes, they really do think they can get it shown on Total Request Live on MTV. And if they don't, it will be for political reasons and not because the song sucks. And no, neither Country Joe and the Fish nor even the Backstreet Boys apparently have anything to worry about. Welcome back into the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. I'll have fan J-Dubs on a Thursday night. All right. Now, that was in the middle of that Overman thing, the Wright Brothers, and their song, Bush is Right. Now, listen to this for a second, the Billy Joel song. All right. Now, Chunks, do you have the Wright Brothers song ready? Is it I, a blatant ripoff? I mean, just listen to it for a second. Right, pull this one. You can turn this one off, Tommy. All right, play the right brother. Quit it. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, star 1041, and you sing Time to smash it or trash it. It's, it's your cage match. Here at the hideout. All right, which one do you like more? That hit by the Republicans or this one? An exclusive right here in the hideout. 
the greatest hits of the Republicans. Here's their little darlings, Persian Blue, with their hit song, Skinhead Boy. It's a hideout, Real Radio, 104.1. Skinhead Boy, standing fast, not afraid to kick some mask. Skinhead Boy, it's no disgrace to stand up proud for your race. Oi, oi, Skinhead Boy, you're my oi, I can say this. At least the Republicans know how to write a hook. True. Or a hook tonight. Tackle box. You just keep repeating it. It's the Carl Rove thing. Yeah. Like, yeah, they're so awful. You little bitches. <laughs> this is a pre-recorded thing, and you can hear them mess up on the, uh, on the uh, chords. And they can't even stay together. No. Who is this? Prussian blue. That's right, Prussian blue. Uh, yeah, it's like they're trying to sing uh, "Row, row, row your boat." Nothing's uh, going together. Yeah. Huh. So there they are, the hits of the Republican Party. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. If you have a singular wireless phone. All right, which one do you prefer, Deuce Childerone, Prussian Blue, or the Wright Brothers? Are we going off lyrics or just the tune? Uh, whatever you want. Yeah. What, what I would you What would you pop into your CD player? The uh, The Wright Brothers. Okay. Well, I think you probably have a whole reason you hate the Prussian Blue. Uh, what about you over there? Uh, the other uh, Jew in the room. I gotta say I don't classify me with him like that. Why? Well, that's what you are. We're to- and don't be ashamed. I don't touch myself in public. Be a proud. Be proud of it. I wasn't in public. What do you got? Can I get my massage now? No. <laughs> I gotta say those two girls got cute voices though. Alright, so there's the cute girls Russian in your, blue in your cage match here in the hideout. Real radio, one oh four point one, a huff and J dubs in the edge zone. Uh what do you think, Kim? Our massage the official massage I'm therapist. I'm keeping my leg here until she massages. Oh the hideout. What do you think? Oh. Uh not about my I, leg, about the music. I stop oh. talking and yeah. just <laughs> let us have a conversation. I, I would I think I'm gonna have to go with the little girls, they do sound cute. Okay. They are, especially in their, uh, their smiley-faced Hitler shirts. What do you I have th- to say the Wright Brothers. All right, Wright Brothers is going with the Wright Brothers. Well, you actually believe what the Wright Brothers are saying. And actually, with your new haircut, I'm thinking you're digging Prussian Blue, too, Zeppelin. Uh, Chunks, which one do you favor? I don't know. Prussian Blue's message is uh, is more decent, but uh, I think... What? Uh, <laughs> what? It is. And the, uh, Sicilian. the Wright brothers are uh, a lot more uh, catchy. Yeah, I, they're I basically doing a cover, though, when you really think about I it. I know. I'm going to have to go with the Wright brothers, though. All right, the Wright brothers, are, they're going to be the new hit. They're going to be added. They're going to get spins. All right, here's what Destro, Destro says this. At least we know both those songs are better than Putin's hideout headline game show. <laughs> and that's true. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll come back. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. It's Star 1041 on your singular wireless phones. A lot still to cover tonight, Jabs. Hey, do you want to hear the tape of that grandma pissed off about her uh, 15-year-old grandson banging the uh, 30-something and getting married to her? Yeah, I definitely want to hear that. All right, let's come back with that, Chunks. It's a hideout, Real Radio 104.1. My grandson can't even get a job. He's 15. 
You can't get a job here till you're 16. You can't drop out of school until you're 16. And if he dropped out of school to try to get a job, they will not hire you here if you're a 16-year-old school dropout. You have to wait you're 18. My grandson couldn't even get a driver's license until he was 18. All right, that grandma's pissed. Because apparently it's her 15-year-old grandson got married to the chick that he had a sexual relationship with because she's pregnant. (laughs) Although they haven't determined whether or not it's his. Hey, do you have that? All right, play that next track, Chunks, where I guess the grandma then had a conversation with the mother-to-be. And I guess this is kind of what the conversation was about. After she found out I'd gone to the law about it, she called me and said we needed to talk. And I said, no, I've done all my talking to the Hall County Sex no. Crime Division. But she stayed on the phone for about three hours. She just wanted us all to be family. I said, I have a family. I don't need one with a pedophile in it. <laughs> Is that what your mom says, those? About what? Oh, yeah, never mind. I just for you, Walmart bathrooms. It's not proven, and my mom will not speak of it until it is. I can't wait to have her in here. I can't believe I'm meeting her for the first for the first time. I will be meeting your mother what Tuesday? Yep, Tuesday she'll be in. I, actually, you'll probably won't meet her till Wednesday. All right. I, what I want you to do, I want you to go online and bring a picture of what you think his mom looks like. I already saw. I've seen her before. Yeah, he saw a picture, but he uh, hasn't actually met her. Yeah, the old website, our old website, we used to have. Not not too far off. I'll uh, repeat that. Uh, I think she looks like Aileen Warnos. Yeah, you're pretty close, yeah. actually. Not far off at all. Actually, skinnier. Mm. But yeah, she's not. She's not big. Yeah, you'd have thought she's a big one. Well, she used to be. She's gone through her uh, cycles. Oh really? Yeah. Ew. She still does that? I think so. All right, that's gonna him. that's gonna be my first oh. question. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he told me he's. Oh God, the the wretched stank of what happened when I was living with my sister and my uh, mother during their cycles. The double menstruation. Oh. It was thick. Oh. And they just leave them out. It's oh, so oh. dirty. That's really awful, dude. You must have been doing something to them that they were doing that to you. No, they were just dirty people. Yeah, Zeppelin. Did you have lots of seagulls flying over your house at that time? <laughs> no. <laughs> but a lot of bears would come up. Circling for the kill. All right, 407 Oh, we know we were going to get to this. It's a little late, but we may as well talk about it because we'll probably be, I don't know, we'll hop on it early. But what happened to Paris Hilton Dubs? Uh, I guess she has a pet monkey, and uh, she was at a lingerie shop shopping, and uh, the monkey uh, was just uh, on her shoulder and attacked her face. What? Just started scratching. <laughs> All right, so listen to these monkeys and the way they can get. That's what she gets, though, right? For for shopping with a monkey on your shoulder. All right, hold on a second. She calls it Baby Love. Yeah, Baby Love is the monkey's name, and uh, I guess that's the new replacement for the dog. That's what she's carrying around now. And the uh, the monkey attacked her, scratched her in the face. And then she went out and uh, finished buying stuff, even after the monkey attacked her. With it on her shoulder? Yeah. I just don't understand these exotic animals. You know what? Why do you have to have a monkey? And Matt, Matt Mateo is telling us you can get them like, out in Daytona or something. You can buy monkeys. 
That just doesn't seem right. Dubs, would you ever own? Like, you always think maybe you'd want one. Yeah, I think one of those spider monkeys would be cute to have, but you know that that thing is going to uh, learn to uh, hate you after a while. Those are the ones with Ebola, too. I mean, they're so cute, though. They're vicious animals. But lovable at the same time. I'm hearing spider monkeys are the worst ones. They're the ones who will jump and bite for no reason. I used to want a bush baby, is what they were called. Ew. Actually... I don't even want to hear anything you guys are going to say about that one. No, it's kind of it's like a little monkey, and they call them bush babies. I don't know what kind of race of stuff you're into right <laughs> yeah, now. Seriously, but I am completely disgusted. And with what you. you would want to do to it sexually, and then we're just going to drop it all. Thank you. But it's just what? It's just a monkey. Hmm. Maybe that's actually what Deuce Chill's into, since it's not men or women. Yeah, I can't even get a massage from a massage therapist. She's telling me would no. You, would you hook up with a pet monkey? No. Get her right over top of it. What am I? No. What's that crunching noise? Four seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, Giant Brian brought up a good point during the commercial break. Has Paris Hilton jumped the shark? Oh, she's been doing a lot of monkeying around. <laughs> Right, go ahead and just say it. Been going bananas. There you go. Yeah, I was waiting for that one. Part of some monkey business. Is uh, is her career over? And what career does she have, by the way? That's the other interesting thing too. The, the beautiful thing about her, she doesn't have to have a career. Uh, she has all the money she needs. She doesn't, and that's why she's able to do stuff and not really worry about the repercussions. Well, she didn't earn a penny of that money. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. It's still gonna be hers. God, wouldn't that be great? No. Just to be able to inherit all that. I think it would be it'd be freeing so you could uh do what she's doing and just try whatever she wants to try. But would you rather be in her position inheriting money and just being known for, for nothing or make a lot of make a lot of money on your own and then be rich I that think, way? I think she's trying to do that though still. No, but, but she won't. She'll fail miserably. Okay, but even her monkey do, her monkey doesn't even like her. <laughs> I have to, uh, and there's no, there's no guarantee though that you're gonna make money. That's the whole point of this. You're, you, she has guaranteed money. Mm-hmm. She will be rich forever, and we won't. You'll be working Thanksgivings the rest of your life. <laughs> That's the only day of the year I work. It's the only time people are interested in me. Christmas too. Yeah, and the, I know. Guess what? You'll get to be here on New Year's Eve. Oh, no, I won't. So that would be an extra five You'll hours You'll be counting down in here, watching town. the ball drop. I will be out of and, town. And uh, I'm not mean any kid stuff or mm-hmm. whatever thing you're in. No prepubescent type things. <laughs> what is that? It dropping. That's what it sounds like. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. You and your pet monkey. Let's wrap up the hideout tonight on a... Uh, on a Thursday night. Remember, tomorrow night, open door policy. Chunks, two bets he pays off for the Hideout Fantasy Football League. Why don't we all take our shirts off? Maybe next in the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. In a world where shock jocks roam free. I run into the bathroom. I'm standing there doing nothing. And this kid says, Yeah, I like candy. Why? I'm not a kid toucher. What do you mean, pet snake? I'm innocent. I did not do anything. J-Dubs touched me. Mom, 
J-Dubs Touched Me, coming to a theater near you. Hey, that's tiny. Why don't we all take our shirts off? Welcome back into the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, and star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, these guys are asses. What are they doing over there? Tommy and uh, Matt Howard trying to team up on me on the AOL Instant Messenger. With Tommy what? sends me a link. Uh, <laughs> they got a whole scam they're running on me. So they love to send me links of pictures of people especially on myspace and so tommy sends me this one yay or nay and it's this dude just sitting there holding his junk <laughs> so is that a yay or nay how's it look yay nay. and then and then immediately afterwards matt albert tries to go wow i hit that and i already know because i already clicked on the link and then i get the correspondence between matt and tommy Get Hefe with this pick. He's too skeptical uh, skeptical of my links. Mo. Oh, by the way, speaking of being fooled on MySpace, uh, Giant Brian, who's in the studio tonight, along with Zeppelin and uh, uh, massage therapist Kimmy, um, he came. He sent me a link earlier this week. A uh, guess of an underage chick you've been talking to? Dude, she's so hot. And she <laughs> How underage she are we talking well, here? No, she doesn't look underage at all. She yeah, doesn't. But, like, I was fooled until I actually read her profile. But now I, old. I, I don't know. But uh, hold on. Let me see if I can find it. I'll you pull know. It her high school years are from 2004 to 2008. <laughs> what? I know. I'm not one of those she guys. She has to be like 15. I, I'm not one of those guys. But right, but I you just said cool. she was hot. She's super hot. Right, but you know she's 15. You shouldn't say that anymore. I might go she to jail. She was probably for this born one. in the 90s. I might go to jail for this You're, one. No, she had to be born yeah. in the 90s. She was probably born in 1990. And she <laughs> probably looks about 10. I uh, know. Hold on. I'll bring up the link. I still have it in my email. Mm. I'm trying to find it. Smoking hot. I can't explain it. <laughs> I, one of the hottest girls I've ever seen in my entire How life. How old are you? Old enough. That's bad. I know. All right, here's the, here's the email he said. Okay, this is one of the hottest girls I've ever seen. I'm usually pretty good at fishing out the quote-unquote illegals from MySpace, but the girls are too young will always get you in trouble. But I was 100% duped by this one. One of the hottest girls I've ever seen, A. B, she looks like an adult. C, I thought I, I might. Just more hold things up. like an adult. Hold on, hold on. See, I thought I might have a chance. You still do. <laughs> Do you ever? He goes the whammy. She's still in high school. So unfair. So unfair. I'm pissed about it. Do you have her picture? Yeah, I'm bringing it up now. Calm down, drone. <laughs> Why are you so? <laughs> this is amazing me. Why are you so eager to see an underage girl? I'm, I'm not eager to see her. You're running over there. You were. You literally hopped up and ran over. Not because I'm interested in her. What are you interested in then? I want to see what's wrong with Brian that he keeps saying how hot she is, even though she's Why is your 15. hand down your pants? I love penis. <laughs> Mo. 407-916-1041, Are you look at this, and he was fooled by a pre-K picture. 
Whatever. No. It's her next to the rest of the softball team and the five-year-old uh, uh, you know head coach. Matt Hour brought up something funny. He goes, it sweeps time and he's falling for another Dateline sex predator stunt. <laughs> that could be awful, dude. And they always go for Florida in those, too. Oh, you're so busted. Like, this is taking forever. These computers suck ass. Will you please tell engineering to clean these out? <laughs> that was a funny one, Hefe. What? Well, yeah, you're right. I'm asking for something to get done. They'll come in here to fix stuff. Just banging out of the computers. <laughs> Who's been eating in here? <laughs> Just screaming. <laughs> like it's Space Odyssey 2001. All right, pop up already. All right, I don't know if everybody's on to this. Oh, here's what it says. This uh, profile's been shut down. Really? <laughs> yeah. I wonder why. For legal reasons. Dude, she was smoking. Like, unbelievable. All right, here she is. All right, boys, come over here and run over here. She does not look like a high school student. Yeah, she does. Shut up. Yeah. She does not. She does, brother. She's got a picture with her parents in SpongeBob. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know. Oh yeah, she's young. Whatever. She looks like she could be college. You know, and if you, you look, know, she's you got know, like college emblems on you her. You know thing. what this is, though, man. Honestly, this is a uh, <laughs> a fake profile. It definitely is. And it, I don't think this is real at all, brother. Smokers right. I would, I would know because, well, the only thing that I get away with fake Did you talk to her? Yeah, I still talk to her. You still talk to her? Please, what are you saying, Stop dude? It. Seriously. Are you, are you touching yourself while talking? No, 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 no. Don't lie to us. Yeah, I'm we're not. We, no. That's jail time. <laughs> what are you doing now is probably jail no, time. I, I've, what are you, I've, I've what are you asking about her classes? Yeah. Has, has that come up? I've offered to be a tutor. <laughs> what? Don't do it if you're listening. I'm a college graduate. I can help. That's right not... with this. Dude, this is such a... All right, hold on a second. Look at the guy she says is such a hottie. Look at how young this kid looks. Now, her friends do look young, but I thought maybe they were brothers. <laughs> look at this douche and how young he is. Look at that guy. That, that dude is 13. That dude is 13. That's who she thinks hot. It's hot. Okay. And she's wearing a leather jacket, and there's a picture of her riding a bike with a bell on the handlebars on her way to school. Is that a Florida girl? There's a picture of her putting a uh, a baseball card in her spokes. If you can, you mean to tell me you can't even compete with that dorky guy? <laughs> you can't. That's true. You can't even. S- hey, I'm still talking to her. I have a chance. <laughs> this might work out. Man. The cops are gonna be up here after the show. Seriously. And um and it, and on her profile it says that she's 81 so she's not even old enough really to have a MySpace profile because you got to be at, what at least 16 you mean 91 no on and no her age on here says 81 years old because you have to be a certain age to get a profile well, that's so must, how well, that's how I found her is I went trolling for 80 to 100 just one day for fun <laughs> all right here's what it says I'm not gonna say her name. But it's uh, about me. I'm blank, and I'm totally obsessed with this dude named Don. This dude named Donnie, because he is like <laughs> so Wahlberg. hot. He's a new kid. 
All right, I heard Giant Brian wants to be your chemistry teacher and introduce her to GHB. <laughs> <laughs> have you noticed now that you're a little older, you look at these... At the, these funny, the funny thing about chemistry is we have it. <laughs> God, you're such a creepy, creepy dude. Oh, no, all right, this can't be true. You're lying to me, Jamie. No, man, I'm, I'm serious. All right, tell your story quickly. Um, I, my mom hired this girl to, uh, help take care of me because I'm disabled, and she's supposed to be 24, and, uh, we ended up getting in a relationship. I got her pregnant, and I found out she was 16, <laughs> and she's just now turned 21. <laughs> oh, my God. My baby's five years old. Wow. What's no, your, dis- what what's your disability? That? Uh, I'm, I got electrocuted, and I, I lost use of my left leg. Oh, my goodness, dude. <laughs> All right, man. Well, dude, good luck with that. Jesus. All right, now Matt Albert's begging for the link. All right, dude, you've been on fire. I'll send it to you. (laughs) You had a good night tonight. Put your hands where we can see him, Brian. All of a sudden, all of her profile views are going to go way up. Yeah, she's going to get thousands of hits. (laughs) Now Matt's better not be a guy. Try to get him back. I didn't even think about it. I'm nice, ass. I wouldn't do that to you. All right. Not fun tonight. That's why this is the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, the hideout. Enjoyed it. Had a good time. Kim, I want to thank you. I feel great. I need the massage. We're going to have to put you on the payroll and have you come in. At least once a week to give us massages. That would be great. We need a massage girl and a bartender in here. They looked really good. I can do both. Yeah? Yeah. Nice. I enjoyed my massage. (laughs) You're in. You're absolutely in. Well, I have a feeling she'll be back. So, Tommy, you're sick anyway. She didn't need to be touching you. The whole reason I had her come in because my (laughs) back is a knot and has been for weeks. Why'd you ask? You never never stepped up until the end of the show. It's your fault. Yeah, seriously. That was a whole passive-aggressive thing you were doing over there. That is uh, Zeppelin. Thank you for coming in. Giant Brian, of course. Thank you. There's the greatest guy who's ever been on that side of the booth. Thank Ma- you. Thank Mad you, Matt Mateo. Oh. Let's hear it from Mad Matt. Just doing an outstanding job. And then there's the rest of you. Uh, waking up with the Monsters in the morning. Shannonburg Middays. Phillips Fall in the afternoon. We'll be back at 7. Don't be ashamed. You're entertained listening to the funniest night show in America and the best nighttime entertainment in Orlando, The Hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Be somebody and always talk good. Stay classy, Orlando. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. I'm a
I'm a transsexual. Five thousand. 